Black, y'all. <laughs> what did you say, Spiros? What did you say, Spiros? <laughs> I was, doing, I was doing the bit from uh, CB40. I was trying to get uh, you to do it again so I could put it at the beginning of the show, bro. Because uh, <laughs> I'm blackity black, blacker than black, y'all. Uh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> I- Watching to see what you do. <laughs> hey, what's popular, everybody? You are rocking with Toy Detox as always on this side of the mic. It is the well dressed nerd, the official well dressed nerd, and I'm not wearing a tie. On the other side, um, let me start. Let me start with um, Afate. What's going on, man? Hello, kind sir. Nah, 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 nah. And then and let me go to Spiros. What's up, Spiros? Hey, what's up, man? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Spiros, last time around, did I introduce you first or, or second? Angie did me first, and I was like, circle back around and talk to me because I was right. uh, getting in my apartment. All right, so we're, so we're making sure we're oh, pursuing yeah. equality then. Everybody's getting some equality. Now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I like to take this time. I like to take this time to introduce the newest Slim Fit Savage, the newest Detox member, the man, the myth, the Yule. What's up, Yule? What's going on, bro? <laughs> Everything's cool. And believe it or not, I'm working my way to become a real Slim Fit Savage. There we go. There we go. So that, <laughs> that's what right. like with, like with, with actual Slim Fit. With actual Slim Fit. So. So tonight it's just the four of us, uh, everybody. Um, we got a couple of guys who are out in the wilderness. They can't make it for whatever reason, and I, I just don't have the mindset to come up with something quick and spiffy. So we'll just say they're all being <laughs> anally probed by some grades somewhere in space. How about that? There we go. So um, let's let's um let, let's start it off with a quick uh, talk to with you. Everybody, let's 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 question you. Just 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 throw some random questions at you since you is a new guy on the table. Hey, 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 what's up with you, you man? What's up with you, bro? Well, like two weeks ago, I turned 40, so I just made it to the top of the hill. Hey, happy two-week nice. birthday. Nice. Happy two-week late birthday. birthday, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, at first, I thought I was going to feel bad about it, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I kind of enjoyed, you know, the age that I earned, you know? But, I mean, that's that's how I feel. The only problem that sucks all the health stuff that go with it so <laughs> but other than that, that it's great you know? ain't that the truth so um just in case you, you, you're not hip to this so spiros is in charge of shipping out all the birthday presents so <laughs> <laughs> just wait on that spiros got you spiros got you bro hey anybody else got any random questions for you uh what is your first uh, obviously you collect what is your first piece of 
uh, what was what was the first thing you you bought in terms of uh, getting a collection popping? Uh, that's the the easiest answer. It was He Man. That was my first love. Um, nice. I was like like three or four years old, and you know them commercials in the eighties got me. It was uh my first appear you know my first American experience to be honest, because um even though I was born in California. I spent the first five years of my life in the Philippines. So when I when I got here to visit at the age of three, I saw, you know, television and the commercials. And I was like, oh, I want that castle, Grayskull and Skeletor and all them other, you know, uh, He-Man characters because they were so vibrant and scary looking. And I was just like, oh, man. And them kids looked like they were having such a great time. So I was sold on all that, you know, so that that was the first thing I ever wanted. And since then, I've never stopped loving that uh, brand and property I've, I've been collecting throughout the years. Um, but one of the things that come with being Filipino, though, is that sometimes your relatives, they um, they kind of take your collection and send them to the poor cousins in the Philippines. And that's kind of what happened to all my, <laughs> to my older kids. So if, if anyone asks why I don't have any vintage anything, it's because they got sent to the Philippines to be played with by my <laughs> uh, less fortunate cousins. And of course I was pretty sad about it, but you know, I understand, you know, that my cousins needed a, to be able to play too, you know, so I'm blessed to be in America, you know, not in pumping water in the third world situation that, my <laughs> relatives were in at the time, so. Oh, that's true, nang true, true, nang true. <laughs> what is that? Hey, what does that mean, bro? I have no idea what you. <laughs> it's just a. Uh, I I used to date a Filipino girl, so she her her uh, her parents always would, you know, say, nang like after certain words. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah. That that is she correct. Taught me, yeah, she taught she taught me a couple couple of phrases, a couple of things like, you know, isate lo atlo, antatai mo kabo, you know, that kind of shit. God damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talking that shit I'll, for I'll translate that for the for the for the fans. Um what he basically said was one, two, three, your dad's bald. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just that it rhymes. That's why that's what it's it's just one of those things we say. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey hey Spiros, you got anything for you, man? Yeah, uh, hey, you, uh, what would be uh, your top grail item, collecting-wise? Ooh, that's tough. Because, mm. um, well, I, I can, I could say at the time when I was, when I, before third party and all the, you know, advances of engineering, the, the piece that I wanted at the time was Overlord, you know, because mm. that was not, available in america and man the very first time i saw that sucker on ebay going for the outrageous price that it was going for i was like gosh dang i you know i i kind of really really want this but then you know as time goes by engineering gets better and you look at the older stuff you're like it's a brick and uh, <laughs> it's, it's no longer the 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 overlord that i want so i mean at the time that would be it but as of now i think I've pretty much bought everything that I ever really wanted. But I have to say the one thing that I did get that that got me the most emotional about was um Fans Toys Phoenix. Mm, okay. When I was a kid, 
I, the mm-hmm. only toy that I ever prayed for in my life to get, you know, uh, for Christmas or anything was uh, a jet fire and I never got one. So when Fans Toys Phoenix came about, I figured that, you know, God did me solid and, you know, helped me become as successful <laughs> as I can to be able to afford, you know, uh, a Fans Toys Phoenix. That is and, such, uh, that, that's that's like the perfect rendition of Jetfire. Like, it really is. Yeah, that it, it really, it, indeed. And to make matters even better was that I got it on a great deal from um, Justin Christian. That guy hooked me up. So, like, I'm, I'm forever grateful. I, when, that, when that package came to my house, I was, you know, the first time ever I was actually in tears. I was like, oh, my gosh. He <laughs> was happy, boy. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. And, I, and, it, and the crazy thing was I expected that to happen to me with, like, more of a Masters of the Universe figure than a, than a Transformer. But, you know, seeing as, as the – that was the only thing I prayed for, and it, and it finally came to, to in real life. I was just like, damn, that was 30 years overdue, you know, or probably uh-huh. plus. How, we were what, like six, seven years yep. old when that sucker came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I it mean, and I wasn't gonna get no, no, that that Daka Toys one after Bobby's review, so <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. uh, shampoo bottle version? No way, I'm not gonna spend two hundred dollars for that. So I was pretty happy that Fans Toys made a. <laughs> so, so is it is it safe to say that? when it comes to third party fans toys is pretty much the pinnacle is that like kind of like a fair assessment because everybody speaks of fans toys with just the utmost praise like i'm not gonna lie i was i was uh not a believer at first because i was more of a chug collector then i got um that uh the first Dinobot that they released, uh, I believe it was a Scor- uh, Scoria. Yeah, yeah. I had it, and it had uh, all those um, that that die cast, that premium feel. I, you know, I've been a fans toys, you know, fanboy since th- since then. Mm. I've been on three. That it's it's it is the the pinnacle of uh, I guess what's what's currently good out there. I mean, they're, they're, anyone could be dethroned. That's what I've learned. Because remember when Fans Project was the was the king of the world? Right. No, nope. yeah. you don't hear from them. Fans Project, yeah. TFC ruled the world. You know, now, crickets with them now. So, so y'all, yeah, y'all, you say you say you think that somebody could uh, dethrone Fans Toys? It's possible. History has shown me that anybody, you know. Okay. 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 Like- huh. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Like so, it. so roundabout, roundabout, real quick. So, and I'm not sure if any other show has ever had a chance to ask this question. I'm pretty sure it sounds like some Transformer fan stuff, but we're gonna ask the question anyways. Round robin, real quick, right? So, everybody throws throw something in the hat. What company they think would be have the ability, to, or they, could they see, or would they like to see, uh, step it up and dethrone fans toys? Mm. Well, mm. I'm just, just fans hobby. Yep, that's exactly who I thought to. <laughs> what about you there, Af? I would have to agree with fans, Hobby. I was going to say Make Toys, but that's only because I'm biased. I own like a lot of Make Toys. Most of my third-party stuff is Make Toys. Um, but yeah, Fans Hobby, man. Like now, that master what's, builder. I was going to say, what's Fans Hobby putting right. out that's, that, that, y'all, that makes y'all think that? Fucking Power Baser. The, Power um, Baser. Even, they're A-Long. Uh, 
their overlord that's coming out. Oh, they're the ones putting that big ass overlord out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. double evil. What they got out right now that makes you think that? Uh, was it um, their G two That's my yeah, favorite Master play Builder. right now. Uh, other than Power Baser, sorry. They're they're what now? They're G two who? They're uh, they're G two Prime, not Power Baser. Um, Gunfighter two. Gunfight, yeah. Oh, gun the gun one with all them fucking, gun. all them. Fu- I gotta Google this shit. The one with all them fucking. Cause I'm not the shoulders, a. The shoulders, the big shoulders, that one. Yeah, they got all the weapons G- and crap on them. It's the G2 Laser Prime, uh, is what it is based off of. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. He's I even dope. like him and the and that the black version of that one, Scourge or. Yeah, yeah. Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy things awesome. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so okay, so awesome. I seen his prime. All right. Yeah. What else? What else I like have they done? Fei Long too. They're Fei Long, the um, monster the uh, monster bot. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of the alt mode, but the robot mode is amazing. Like to me, anyway, personally, I love the way the robot mode looks. Yeah, hmm. I'm a, I'm a big fan of fans hobby, and I hope that they do well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially since they're, from my understanding, that's exactly where fans project kind of. <laughs> went towards yeah fan yeah because all the that promotional uh piece of the fans hobby where it showed like projects that they've worked on and like 70 percent of them were fans project uh robots yeah so you saying fans hobby worked on most of fans project stuff no yeah like mo- most most of their designers or you know their mm. staff uh, when Fans Project went on hiatus, mm-hmm. uh, I guess they formed Fans Hobby, and that was a smart move actually, because uh, they they saw the way the the tide was turning with Facebook fandom. You know. So you guys think that these guys could be poised? If, if you had to, if you had to throw a name out there, it would be Fans Hobby, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would say them, and 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 again, me too. I mean, and again, this is just me personally because of you know my personal experience with the company. I would have to throw Make Toys in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I'm like Make Toys and MMCs, not so much MMC, but their um, what is what is their uh, is it their Ocular Max? Is their their uh, masterpiece side? No, yeah, Ocular Max. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I would think of. But I'm listening to you guys. Go ahead. I'm listening. No, I mean, Ocular Max, like, Ocular Max started out so strong with that Mirage Mold, and mm-hmm. then, I mean, people didn't like uh, Backdraft, uh, but, I mean, I liked him. <laughs> Backdraft I mean, wasn't bad alt- at all, as a matter of fact. Backdraft yeah, was- his, his, his alt mode was a little tabby, but, I mean, fuck, you know, you're, you're going to... You're gonna have tabby all molds. I don't. I mean, I just as people... a quality figure, just period. His quality was great. I mean, I thought yeah. so anyway. I think he just I mean, lost the fucking uh, that whole uh, backdraft. I think he just lost that mo- the mold wars for that shit for that character. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate that you know the Takara masterpiece was announced uh, yeah, either right before it came out or like right at the time that it came Somewhere out. Somewhere after that. Uh, and I mean, honestly, like I'm, I'm the guy, I'm the type of guy, like I like the MP10 style masterpieces, mm-hmm. where it's, you know, it, it takes tune influences, it takes toy influences, you know, and still has some real world uh, details thrown in there, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I'm not a fan of the current uh, masterpiece 
you know, it's overly tuned style, but um, uh, I'm I'm just hoping that uh, MMC like can give us a solid not tape uh, masterpiece because uh, oh, I from I huh it's coming it's really, yeah I mean, it's really like they coming. Got, well they got hellion coming which is their cliff jumper uh they're, they're gonna do you one better than that bro they're gonna do you one better than that are you talking about their jazz that has been forever no I'm not talking about that it feels good to for, for once in a while to be the guy with some inside information <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you and you, you guys said you guys said make toys too. I say make toys. I, I, I go with you on make toys because they ain't never did nothing big. They, in my opinion, make toys ain't did nothing bad, and I feel like they don't get the love they should. Like they did an excellent job with that fucking chrome dome, and he got all kinds of hate. I never, I never understood that. Oh no! What now? I don't know what the hell y'all just said. Go, go ahead, yo. Sorry. Oh, no, I mean, I, I bought their headmasters. The only problem is Vance Toys kind of pissed all over their pool by making <laughs> Weird Wolf. And now people are like, oh, I think we're just going to wait for Fans Toys version of the headmasters now. Anytime mm-hmm. Fans Toys is anything. I, I think that I think that Transformer fans, right, should... Um, I mean, okay, so I think that, and it's just it's just weird to be talking about MPs. I, I knew we would get here sooner or later, man. But it's is it, well, we obviously been here for a minute. I just think it's weird to be having the MP talk and not really be discussing Takara. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think that's. Re- I mean, like legit, not because we're we're third party. We we favor third parties, even though we, we probably do. It's just that fans hop fans toys took that slot. You know what I'm saying? They took that. They took that shit. So. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm just saying that. Go ahead. I, go ahead. No, wait, not go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, it's also the fact that Takara hasn't announced another G1 uh, masterpiece spot. I mean, well, I mean, they've been they produce though. They've been producing. I, I just think that they. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was gonna. Say, I mean, they announced like the tune repaint of Prowl, which oh, I mean, yeah, it's a repaint. It's not shit. a new mold. So, I thought uh, they were. I thought they were retooling a little bit. Nah. Nope. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's terrible. So, yeah, you deserve what you get. That's what you get, Takara. So, (laughs) what I I was going to say is um, I think that that collectors should – I think it would be fair. Maybe we should do a change.org petition. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That collectors start looking at fans' toys in that same way they did Takara, whereas, you know, okay, so fans' toys is a side because that's the official now. You know what I'm saying? And then we talk MP scale with the rest of the shit, so that way you can still, you can get your whatever the fuck else that the uh, fans' hobby or whoever else, and then when fans' toys drop theirs, you just get theirs as well, like as if it was the official like you did with Takara. You know what I'm saying? I think we should do that now because fans' toys is fucking knocked the box out, knocks Takara out the box now so i don't know this is my opinion no i mean the the reason why we're not really bringing up takara is because they've become really predictable but then again so have the other companies so we kind of know what we're gonna get yeah takara is not gonna be making us no overlord anytime mp overlord anytime soon it might surprise you boy my surprise with that month because hey, everybody still everybody still wants that daggone Takara combiner if they ever did one if they ever really did one <laughs> pfft, 
that will put him back on the map. But I, I know they're not going to do that anytime soon. <laughs> if they even stick around, if Hasbro ain't already bought him, right? Uh, that that's another thing too. Fan confidence, I'm pretty sure, is much more down, especially after the news of a uh, Takara being <laughs> bought out by Hasbro. Yeah. All right. So before I get before I ask everybody how their adventures in nerding was, anything else on that topic, guys? Nah. Okay. Cool. Make toys. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you, dude. Toys has been uh, going in a more stylized direction, and I'm I'm okay with that because me um, too. I actually like that look. I just wish I had more space and money, but I appreciate their you know that their, their uh, sensibilities and design. It's just it's a comp- it's competing with space and money, and um, I'm just gonna have to wait till I get cafe deals to pick up some some of my favorite make toys. Uh, uh, pieces. Yeah, man. All right. So, um, real quick before I get into Avengers and nerding, anybody uh, read that Takara Tomy um, trans the, the, the Transformer Design Team uh, interview? I meant to check it out, but I did. Figure King. I, I I did not. That's what I'm asking. Like, so, so to see if I even yeah. need to ask about it. So nobody read that. No. Not even the information creep. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. So screw that then. Uh. So <laughs> how was everybody's? No adventure? love. Yeah. <laughs> how was everybody's adventures in nerding this week? Let's start with uh. Let's start with Spiros. Um. Let's see. Adventures in nerding. Um. I on the purchasing front, I uh purchased uh Mastermind Creations Comatose and Titanica from. Uh, JC, uh, Justin Christian. So I got those in. Who is a really uh, cool dude, by the way? Shout out mm-hmm. to that guy. Shout out to, shout out to uh, Justin. Shout out to Cat, He's a really shout, cool dude. Shout out to Catfish, that vanilla motherfucker. Catfish is the man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please continue, sir. Um, no, you, we were going to ask you a question, Mick? No, buddy. I, I was going with you, bro. Okay. Um, and I also picked up a MMC reformatted Coulter, which is Tarn. Um, and I would have that in hand right now if it wasn't uh, requiring a signature to be delivered. So I'll be picking that up tomorrow. Don't you hate that? Um, yeah, I don't, uh, it was strange. I don't even know why the guy required a signature, but I guess I'm thankful. Uh, so it wasn't left in my, you know, in front of my apartment. Um, I have bought a shit ton of lego sets off of ebay and uh you are fully engaged guilty too i am i am tripping down that rabbit hole hard um (laughs) (laughs) it's all all good it's all good because as excited as i am for the stuff like my daughter and son are even more excited so it's cool because it's worth it yeah, because I mean, they they get they get excited, so it's it's fun to see the joy on their faces when they see a new set. So I'm trying, I'm actually trying to like ration them so that you know we don't end up with like 15 new sets in two weeks, and then my kids are like, okay, what's next? So <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just like keeping them all in the back of the closet, and then uh, you know every couple of weeks I'll just bring out a new set and. Or, you know, maybe as a reward for some good behavior. 
Um, let me think. Have I purchased anything else? Nope. Um, haven't really read anything. Um, and as far as viewing, uh, I know we all saw Black Panther uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we didn't talk about that last episode. Um, and finished Altered Carbon. Or, no, I told you guys I finished that last week. Okay. Double dipper. Uh, Double sure. dipper. I like that. <laughs> um, what else? I don't think I've watched anything else. Um, I feel like I was watching. Oh, I, I watched The Walking Dead mid-season premiere on Sunday. Uh, do you know that there was like this? I saw something online that said that was the lowest rated episode for them. Good. Oh, season Cause, premiere? Cause, yeah. Because Fuck those guys for killing Carl. I actually like them. I uh, know, nah, but he wanted to go though. He wants to go oh, to his little, yeah. He wants to do his little music thing. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, fucking really, oh, really. I thought that yeah. his dad threw a fit saying he just got fired after buying a house. <laughs> oh, I don't know anything about that, but I did know. I do know that he um because he actually re- last season on that episode on that same night of that last episode the season finale no last season the uh the mid-season finale whatever went on talking day they were talking about he actually had an album that dropped um supposedly anyways the same night of that episode and then he was pursuing a music career now i obviously don't know the guy so i don't fucking know you know what i'm saying i'm just saying what they talk about on the show it could be very well that he got fired but after being on the show that damn long i mean god at some point you kind of want to roll on well, shit, now, now it's, like, only two left or three left from the original uh, crew, right? Uh, like, there's, there's, there's always a picture from, like, season one that people show. Uh-huh. Everybody's, everybody's either grayed out or X'd out except for everyone who's alive right now, which is... Yeah, season one, you're right, there's only three. Carol. Yeah. Carol. Carol, Daryl, and Rick. Yeah. Yep. So wow. And those three, you can't, you can't kill. Like I was talking to my wife about it. You can't kill Carol. You can't kill Daryl. You can kill Rick. Argue like, like it, it would be, it would cause some problems. But you could kill Rick. But you can't kill Michonne. You can't kill uh, Daryl. And you can't kill Carol. You can't kill none of that three of them, bro. That that would cause pandemonium. You have like Walking Dead for real. Then it'd be, oh, it'd be oh, crazy. No. I think I think they could get away with killing Carol. Uh, they may have ooh, maybe Michonne. I don't know. <laughs> so what now? They may have to kill Michonne because she did such a good job at Black Panther. She she getting opportunities <laughs> elsewhere. She might want to ride, right? Nah, uh, I don't think she, I don't think she's gonna bounce on that check no time soon. Uh, matter of fact, we, we can get to that uh, when we get around to our Black Panther talk. Anything I was else? gonna say I would I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I personally wouldn't give up on that check. No, <laughs> but that was no. me because I'm not Keep them up you know making a million dollars an episode or whatever it is she's making. Anything else there, Rose Spiros? Um, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Who's got next, man? And you know what, Spiros, let's start a new thing, okay? So last person to do their adventure in nerding, pick the next person. That way I ain't got to worry about picking the next person. Okay, so uh, like a... And you can't pick the host. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. That's adventures, too adventures in nerding, hot potato. Yeah. Uh all right, um, new guy Yule. How was your adventures in learning? Okay, so um, ever since my roommate left, the budget's been tight. I've been having to 
to do things on my own. And uh, so I haven't really gotten anything as far as Transformers. But on my birthday, I did splurge a little bit on myself and bought a 9.8 slab copy of uh, the first appearance of Silver Sable. I, mm. I forget which amazing Spider-Man issue that is off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty excited about that nice. that uh, purchase. Um, I, I've been reading, well, actually listening to a lot of books recently. And uh, if you guys are into a high fantasy, like Game of Thrones kind of shit, um, this book that I'm reading or listening to right now is called uh, The First Law Series. And... Um, it's really good stuff. So if you guys are Game of Thrones fans, um, it's it's in a similar vein. Um, you listen to Audible. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, cool. It yeah. it helps keeps the day, the day go by. But I mean, in a day, I, I listen I listen to of course everyone else's podcast, and you know when I'm done re- listening to that, then go straight to the to these audibles. Bro, there's so many uh, podcasts now. Like you don't even got to worry about saying that no more. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that'll be a whole other topic. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, now go ahead. <laughs> Um, I also picked up digital copy of Secret of Mana remake for PS4. It was very uh, Ooh, nice. Yeah, I, dude, I, how I, is that? I, I like it. I mean, of course, it's not. You have to understand that I'm very used to the 16-bit way of playing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know the rest of my my peers. They've all made the transition to play, you know, 3D versions of things, uh, first-person shooters and stuff. Man, I'm still stuck on side scrollers and, um, <laughs> you know, top Zelda view kind of, you know, games. So, like, when you see me buy stuff on Steam, it's all the retro, you know, game influence stuff. I can't play anything that I'll, you know, that's too real. It's just too real for me. I, I prefer the sprite style of, you know, gaming. It To me, it's, I guess, I guess kind of like how somebody said that Dust, when he... <laughs> At somewhere in the 90s, everything was good. And then after that point, everything else started to suck. That's kind of where I'm at when it comes to video games. <laughs> after the 90s, <laughs> that was it. After that, uh, like the new Final like Final Fantasy VII, I was never into that game. I just, I, I tried. And, and I know that everybody was on that game's nuts back in 96. But I, I just couldn't because it was just too different from the 16-bit way of going about stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I played like one Final Fantasy game. I, I I don't really like the RPG shit. I like the I like the animated movies though. Like like while everybody was still stuck with doing Tekken and all those virtual fighters, yeah. I was still stuck on Street Fighter. I couldn't, you know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with some Street Fighter, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with some, some classic Street Fighter. Hey, do you fuck with um? Do you fuck with uh, Fresh Communications at all? Plug. Not yet. Plug. Um, I, I, I have to find a way to fit. All them new ones. <laughs> you should, you should like whether you listen to it or not. You should, you should holler at them guys, man. In text and and, and loose, man, because they um they, they they talk game stuff all the time. Like you just said a bunch of game shit. I don't know what the hell you talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> they all into that shit. Like when you say when you find it like Street Fighter nineties, I'm like, okay, I got you. I'm in. I got you. I know what you're saying now. You should, you should I'm, fuck I'm with stuck. them cats. <laughs> so you um secret the secret amount of remake is it open world or? No, no, no. Uh, it's, it's it's basically really it's just an updated graphics version of the the old sixteen bit version. Yeah. It, okay. So you still have predefined areas, kind of like a Legend of Zelda. Right. Style. Of course, it's just a little bit more smooth, not as blocky because you know 
the right. new way of going about graphics. But overall, it still played the exact same. Nice. God, I love that game. is one of my favorites. Was, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm having a hard time. What, what game is that? I can't, I can't picture it. What, what game uh, is this? It's, it's, uh, it's a game called Secret of Mana. Um, like Square Enix was, or I guess Square at the time, because uh, they hadn't merged with Enix. Um, they were really big on Final Fantasy, and then they decided to release uh, like a 2D or like three-quarter view uh, adventure game. So like instead of being, you know, the fight screens and stuff, your fights actually took place in the actual world you were walking around in. So uh, it was more akin to Zelda, like Legend of Zelda, than it okay. was to Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it had a really good story, at least for, you know, my middle school brain. I mean, it might suck now. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you you know, like, you're invested in the characters. You, you know, you like, you kept playing because you wanted to know what was going to happen next. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't like a grind, like I think some games nowadays are. Mm-hmm. You know, like your your open world RPGs, where you know you're just like walking around and trying to figure out what the hell to do next. Uh, I don't know, I'm I'm like you. I like I like a lot of my games to be uh, older style, like you know Super Nintendo and 64 era. Yeah. Um, like I like I like to just put a role playing game in and have everything be determined for me. Right. Like I don't I don't need to figure out the eyebrow width of my, you know, fucking character or some <laughs> shit. Exactly. Uh-huh. I, I too complicated. And, <laughs> and it's like I, I actually like there to be a story around the character rather mm-hmm. than it being, you know, choose your own adventure. Like I'd I'd like, you know, I'd like scripted events for the characters so that I actually feel like I'm being entertained rather than just living, uh, you know, alternate life through a video game. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes too real is too real for me. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To add to what he's saying, like to, to with Secret of Mana, RPG Square Square's thing was. Is, is RPGs that's that's their bread and butter and and in the mid 90s those guys were kings they came up with all sorts of memorable games and uh, one of the ones that hit the top of all the most memorable games ever made was Chrono Trigger Chrono oh I remember Trigger. that game I remember that oh, shit. Yeah. so if you so if you if you you have to understand that Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana came around the same or you know within similar time frames and Secret of Mana was a precursor of things to come because that was the first action RPG that I can, you know, that I can remember that's played like the best of both worlds. You get the Legend of Zelda and the Final Fantasy level experience for the first time in in a, in a console. So th- th- that's what made it kind of special. And go uh, play some old school video games. Games, yeah. Um, it, and 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 the thing about what made Secret of Mana so special is it's also one of the few games where you could actually play with a second person, mm-hmm. you know, uh, two 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 uh, player number two, to to help you in in a in a quest. So, of course, I mean the story's still the same; it doesn't change anything. It's just the other guy gets can control your know, player two can control it, which made it so much more fun too. Um, and 
as you guys said, the story and and the soundtrack, man, that soundtrack, I, I cannot, I'll never forget it. To this day, I still hum and whistle some of the the songs that come from that uh from that game. And so when I'm listening, oh, yeah, yeah. So when I'm listening the- to to the new version of it, it's still exactly the same. And I'm and I'm taken aback to to way back when I was what 15, 16 years old, and that game came out. Yeah. Man, that creepy music, like, when you go into, like, one of the first temples. Yeah. Uh, like, the cult, the cult, I called it the cult music. Yeah. That, Wh- which that, came that. first, Chrono Trigger? Because you guys remember, didn't Chrono Trigger had, like, they got, like, the, the Dragon Ball Z-looking characters, right? Yes. Which that, yeah. that was, like, the that was, like, one of the last of the 16-bit games that they made. It was Chrono Trigger, and following that was Final Fantasy VI, and then Secret of Mana Three, which never got released in the US. So those were the last three of the Super NES 16-bit era RPGs. Which one came first, Dragon Ball Z or Chrono Trigger? Oh, as far as characters go. Dragon Ball Z by a long. So was yeah, was yeah, Chrono was Chrono like a did they like just bite off the Dragon Ball Z art style or something? Akira shit? Toriyama is the, the he he's the, the guy who does both creator, Dragon Ball. Yeah. Ah, okay. Cuz I always wondered about that shit. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. He was on top of the world at that time because he had both Dragon Ball Z and uh, Dragon Quest and Chrono Trigger. That that would have to be the prime of that artist's existence. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he did do Dragon Quest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Akira Toriyama can you know could do no wrong. Absolutely. It was strange because he was. Some of this shit now. You have to understand that uh, what made it crazy is because. Square and Enix were rival companies at the time. They weren't even, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy in Japan, and I lived in Japan during this period. They, you know, they had to release games like uh, far apart because they they planned to, because every release of a Dragon Quest was like a a doggone holiday event. And the Final Fantasies were almost the same. We're, we're, we're starting to catch on in this in a similar vein. So, but but Dragon Dragon Quest over there is still king, and Akira Toriyama was doing the art for Dragon Quest. So when Square Enix, you know, when Square and Enix collaborated to make Chrono Trigger, that was a real big deal. Like, it was almost as if Marvel and DC decided to collaborate with each other to make a mm-hmm. an awesome baby. You know? Right. And if anyone who's ever played Chrono Trigger knows that that's probably one of the top 10 games ever made, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Chrono Trigger is definitely a, a classic. Just like I remember myself putting in hours into that game, like hours upon hours. Especially with the different endings that they... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, that was one of the first games to have alternate endings, wasn't it? Right. Multiple yeah. endings. And- and the thing, mm-hmm. the little things that you did in the beginning, echo, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the game. So that was really neat too. That's cool, man. I'm I'm going through some of this art right now, so I got sidetracked, yo. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking art. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Kira, Kira's art is crazy, man. All right, all right, you, so you, you got anything else, bro? Uh, um, that's well, yeah, that's about it. I don't remember. Other than watching Black Panther, you know, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Wakanda Forever. All right, you you get to pass the mic, then you you get to pass the mic. You only got you go. one choice right now, so. <laughs> yeah, boy, Afate, what you get for Avengers Subverting? 
So my adventures in nerding, um, what did I do? I got a couple, because uh, my first purchase was a Starscream, the um, Year of the Horse Starscream back in the day when he first came out, that big giant, um, you know, the precursor to Galaxy Meteor, you know, because Galaxy Meteor is now the pinnacle of that, you know, design, basically. But um, And then after that, I got a Make Toys Giant. And then it was just a whole bunch of Gundams. Like, my, I just bought Gundam after Gundam after Gundam because they're so cheap, you know what I mean? It's like $20, $30 per kit, you know what I mean? So um, I decided to get back into it because I hadn't bought a Gundam kit in at least a year, like almost a year since I bought a kit. So I went and got the um, HG uh, Gundam Australia Type F. Um, I got the, uh, and these are all HG kits that I got. I got the Unicorn uh, Banshee Norn, the Destroy Mode one, because um, all black everything. <laughs> uh, and then I got the, um, the Build Burning Gundam. Actually, the, I got these guys a while ago, but I just never, like, they just sat in, like, my garage and just, like, sat. So now I'm finally, like, you know, panel lining them and putting them together. So there's that. And then I ordered the um, the AZ Gundam, the, uh, the, um, the basically the new um, mold of the, uh, the Zeta. Um, the Zeta mold. Uh, it, it just, I just love the way that fucking thing looks, man. Like it looks so dope. And I'm a huge fan of the Zeta design. Um, I also have, uh, oh, I also have a uh, perfect grade Zeta that I had uh, just been sitting on for a minute. So I'm putting that one together too. Um, so I'm really excited about that one. That one I'm really, really excited about because it's just so big. Um, excuse me uh what else um the az hasn't gotten here yet i literally just ordered him like yesterday so uh shout out to hobby link japan um hlj yeah hlj in the building so there's that and then um uh what else did i get oh and and then the um the uh g creations rebel that spiros is going to send to me at some point I'm not going to pull it, Tyler. I'm not going to pull it, Tyler. You told me it was going to take a few days, and I, it's okay. It's all good. I don't mind. No, uh, I, I actually, I actually wanted to wait a week and a day to ship it, just so Tyler didn't think I was, uh, you know, <laughs> take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. holding against him that he's white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he's coming i got you shipping him to my job he's gonna be a desk bot so nice. him up on the desk. yeah so um and that's pretty much about it in terms of purchases that's all i got it's terrible um, spiros the colonizer waits a week the colonizer <laughs> will wait one a week, week. <laughs> um what did i watch uh, what did I watch? I didn't really watch anything now that I think about it, besides Black Panther, obviously. But I didn't watch shit. I've been playing a lot of Eve, uh, The Evil Within Two. Um, this game, man, I fucking love this game because I played the first one and I really liked it. 
but it wasn't as good as I would have liked it to be the first one. But the second one, man, oh my God, yo, it's just so, so good. Shout out to Bethesda. Um, you know, they're the publisher on that. And Tango, I think, is the, the developer. Like, this this game is just, it's legit scary. Like, it, I should, actually, I wouldn't say, there, there aren't any, there aren't, I'm a huge horror movie fan. And I'm also a huge horror game fan. And there aren't too many horror games that actually, like, affect me in a like where i'm like legit spooked right um you know silent the original silent hill um you know the third silent hill um you know the first resident evil uh the outlast games um i'm trying to think of what else uh you know those games you know really genuinely had me like shook to like go around the corner like i was like <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to go around the corner and see what the fuck is in this dark you know like but you know yeah. generally speaking most horror games just are like you know i'll just play this just to you know play it just so i can say i played it but this game man like i was legit like dreading having the open door <laughs> like because the design, the creature designs are fucking insane in this. It's like, like the things that you fight in this game outside of like the, um, the, uh, like the normal kind of like base enemies, right? Um, they're just like, some of the bosses are just like, what the fuck is that? Like, I, I, I really, I'm really itching to like get, like, I would straight up buy, um a uh like a like a a sketchbook or you know some sort of like you know art book that had the you know the bosses in them you know what i mean because they they're just so well designed and just so like this thing shouldn't exist in like any reality like the way it looks is just like fucked up <laughs> so i'm really really liking this game so i i, I beat it on um, what's essentially the the hard, not hardest, but the next two hardest mode. Um, so I'm playing it again, new game plus. Like I'm literally playing it right now as we talk. Um, <laughs> it's not as and, scary as the, the, the fourth time around. <laughs> no, nah, it's definitely not. Because now I'm all I'm all like, because it has RPG elements in it, so you can like build up your character and like upgrade your weapons and stuff like that. So. I'm fully upgraded in terms of like the character himself. So like, it's crazy because when you first start the game, right? He's a detective. The the the, the main protagonist is a, a detective, um, and you he's been a detective for years. And you would think that he could run more than like 14 steps without losing his breath. But until you upgrade him, this motherfucker can't run for more than like 13 steps before he starts to wheeze and cough and starts going real slow so it's, a, it's very scary fortunately most of the enemies in the game are a lot slower than you so they'll be like right behind you as you run and there's no way to like turn the camera and look back behind you without turning the character so you have to just like keep running and you can just hear them behind you um and you'll see their hands trying to swipe at you and stuff like that so it's really really scary in that sense and then also another thing i want to point out is the sound design in this game is magnificent. Like 
the way these things sound is just so disturbing. Like it's a, it's a, like a, a lot of the, the main enemies, right? Like, again, the main enemies that you fight are just kind of like your standard, you know, people, you know, humanoid shaped, you know, fucked up face, like, you know, scars all over their body looking like, you know, generic horror movie monsters. Right. Right. So they're not like all that scary, but the way they sound, man, like, it's just like, they sound like they're constantly vomiting. Like, it's just, oh man, I love this game. Like, it came out a while ago. I think it came out like last year in like October or something like that. And I'm just now playing it because it was on sale on Xbox Live for like, I don't know, like $15 or something like that. So I copped it and I've been playing it damn near nonstop since I bought it. And I was, I fucking love it. So um, yeah, and the story is good. The story is like really compelling. You know, it's it's a father trying to save his daughter. Um, and you know, as a father, you know, shit like that always gets to me. So I've been, I've been playing that, the shit out of that. Um, what else? Uh, that's pretty much it for my adventures. Oh, and I rewatched, I did watch something. I watched, um, this is, so you remember in the, in the thread when Cody was asking us what I, I think it was Cody who was asking us what our favorite movies are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had mentioned, uh, you know, a few, right. In terms of horror, you know, it's like a toss up between the thing. John That's Carpenter's like a classic. The Thing. Love that. Yeah, and a Serbian film is a, is another one of my favorites. Um, which is a fucked up movie. That movie is so fucked up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to to talk about that film, but we would have to have a whole. <laughs> What's the movie it? called? A Serbian film, and it is literally the most disturbing horror movie. You yeah, y'all ever. was saying some crazy ass shit in them chat. Right, so let's go into it. Let's go into it, shall we? Let's go into it real quick. Um, but but let me just say one thing that I did watch. Um, entire, I brought that that list up because I just wanted to say I had rewatched a light. Uh, Life is beautiful. See, we were just talking about you know the the, the protagonist of um, Evil Dead. Uh, uh, excuse me, Evil Dead. Evil Within Two being a father looking out for his daughter. So it just reminded me of, you know, um, Life is Beautiful, the father in that movie, you know, looking out for his son, um, you know, in the concentration, basically turning a really horrible experience into a comedy, you know what I mean? It was brilliant in that sense. It was. Um, yeah, it was such a good movie, man. Such a good movie. And the, the spoiler alert, the part at the end where... <laughs> Well, well, not that part, but the part at the end where little man wins, quote unquote, wins the tank, bro. I yeah. don't seen this movie like eight times, and every time I cry, yo, that, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It kills me. I just, <laughs> yeah, and when and when he was like, I win, you know, he gets the tank at the end, and he, you know what I mean? Like it was just so like, damn, yo, that just dude just feels. But anyway, a Serbian film. Whew. Where do we begin with this fucking movie? Yo? Like, put it this way. You, you, I don't care what movie I've seen a whole like again I'm a horror movie fanatic like I love horror movies. I'm also very jaded when it comes to horror movies. I think most of them suck. Um, the vast majority of them, in my opinion, are terrible. Uh, that's because it takes people... nothing to get into make a horror movie. Like that's like the fastest I mean, way to get into the industry, bro. Pretty much, pretty much. Green like the um, shit. But I, I would say 
um, in my opinion, a good 85% of most horror movies since the 80s are trash. Um, but, uh, you know, there's some few good ones that come out every now and again. But um, so I've seen a whole bunch, right? And then there, there are the ones that are like designed to like, you know, shock you and disgust you, like things like, you know, the August Morden series and the Lucifer Valentine shit and Salo and, you know, um, Sweet Movie, which isn't really a horror movie, but it's kind of horrible. Um, I'm not familiar with like, that one. Sweet Movie, what is that? So so Sweet Movie, <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily a horror movie more so than it is um, a transgressive mm. film in the sense that it's, it's, it's made to basically disgust you it was it, it's 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 about like that human centipede type shit just gross not, not even that it's it's like it's like um it's about this to be honest i i don't really know exactly what it's about i'll, I'll be consult the book of knowledge <laughs> go ahead i'm gonna I'm google it go ahead talk though no no it's very weird because there's two different versions there's one from like the 70s um and then there's another one i think which was um from uh a little bit later on i think it's called a sweet movie there's like sweet movie and then a sweet movie yeah i, anyway, I see the sweet movie from 1974 it, 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 yeah it deals with a lot of like like a lot of like really disturbing like disgusting shit like literally shit like feces like just... so <laughs> you know, it did that but but i just i just mentioned it to mention it in the same vein as those other movies like you know they're made to kind of like disgust you and stuff like that so i've seen all kinds of like crazy transgressive like crazy ass horror movies that are like oh this is the most disgusting you know angels melancholy like all these crazy ass movies Jeez, I haven't heard another one. Oh yeah, I, I don't watch them all, bro. You you name a, a a transgressive, like really super disturbing horror movie, I've probably seen it more than nothing. One. <laughs> nothing beats the Serbian film, huh? Nothing, not even close, yo. Not even like put it this way: you can name, the name fuck a is that? Any genre? That is me clearing my throat. The mute, mute your throat, goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, that movie by far has the 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 ending of that film, dog. The saddest, most soul crushing, sickest, most vile thing you will ever see in film. Like I legit was like sat in 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 just like stunned. Like I I couldn't. Like after the credits were were over, I was just like, <laughs> like I just I just sat there for like minutes, like literally, like in the dark because I watched it during um the last hurricane we had here in Jersey. What was it like, Sandy? I think it was. Um, and I, you know, the wind is blowing outside and the rain and everything like that. And you know, my wife is asleep on the couch next to me. She fell asleep, you know, through the middle of it. Um, and I'm just sat there and I'm just looking at her and I'm just looking at the TV and, and like literally the credits have stopped rolling like for like three or four minutes. 
And I'm just like, what did I watch? Like it's a blank screen. I'm just like, my head is just really mad. Like it's so crazy, this movie. By far, my it's called movie. It's called a Serbian film? film. A Serbian. I remember passing that on Best Buy a lot back in like the the mid 2000s and just kind of ignoring it. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they if, if it was, I'm surprised to be honest with you that it was even in Best Buy, but like, it, 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 I remember it was out like for you know consumption, general consumption. Like it, you could buy it in like Best Buys and place like that. Um, but they, I think they banned it in like most countries. <laughs> <laughs> so, with so wait, wait, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, so I, I, no, I was gonna say I'll give you a quick synopsis of the plot without spoiling it. So basically, it's about uh, a retired porn star. Like this guy is a famous porn star in Serbia, um, which in and of itself is kind of horrible. But <laughs> so he um, he gets approached by and he's got a he's settled down now. He's got a family, you know, he's got a son and he's got a wife and he's chilling and he's approached and he's, he's struggling for, for bread. Like his, his bread is low. So he's approached by one of his ex co-stars, this woman. And she tells him that, you know, she knows a director that's, you know, looking for him to do a film, uh, you know, one last film, you know what I mean, for, you know, a certain amount that would set your family for life. Um, and they never tell you what that amount is, but apparently it's enough to get him to, you know, agree to do this movie. And the only caveat is that he's not allowed to know what the movie is about that's it like he's he, he, can, he has to agree to it he can't know what the movie is about um and it is just like <laughs> oh man when i tell you man like it's just wow so mind-blowing how intense this film is it so, is the only horror movie that I've ever seen in my entire life that legit horrified me. Like, it, it actually horrified me. He was that depraved? <laughs> hey, dude, so I, so, I was Google, so I was Googling the uh, the sweet movie thing, trying to see what the hell that was, right? Uh, and um, on IMDb, they have, you know how they have like all these little compiled lists and stuff, right? So they have a sick movies list, um, and I think it's the top... Let me make sure it is the top uh, 27, I guess, of the sickest movies ever. Right. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Man. It's and, really bad. Yeah. Like, and your, your movie, the one you're talking about, the Serbian film is number four on the list. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> so like, so I'm going to go down the list right quick. Right. Because uh, this is some shit that Tyler would do if he was here. So <laughs> the first one is the um, the Angels Melancholia. Uh, yeah, never... it's a bad, it's a bad, bad movie. It's crazy. That that is a really fucked up, disgusting film. Like it really is. It's bad. Number two but it's is still not bad. In Serbian film, it's no... not as bad. Number two is Cannibal Holocaust. How the fuck is what the fuck is a cannibal? Yeah, cannibal Holocaust is the first first found footage film ever. Like it's it, it, everybody claims that the Blair Witch is the first found footage. Uh, nah, Cannibal Holocaust is the first found footage horror film um and it's a classic it's a masterpiece that movie was just so well done that the director was brought to trial for murder because they thought he murdered 
some of the people in the movie. That's like he crazy. had to legit bring the actress to court and like, yeah, nah, I didn't kill her. Like, no, number three is Men Behind the Sun, which sounds familiar for some reason. I don't know. I don't think I've seen that, but does that sound familiar to you guys? Yeah, that one's based on a true story, actually. Like, it's a legit true story, Like, which is the crazy part about it. Like, Japanese people, Japanese troops just, like, tortured mad people, Chinese and Russian people. They just tortured them in really sick, depraved ways. And, yo, and the government, the United States government, pardon those people in exchange for the data that they gathered <laughs> that's fucked up number legit, like, <laughs> no, legit. I, that's, I, I don't i wouldn't put it past us number four again is the serbian film um number five yeah. is irreversible which is the only movie out of the bunch that i saw and that movie is fucked up <laughs> the rape scene it has the, the illest rape scene you will ever see in any it's movie. sad. It was. Huh. I it's never thought. Like, um, whiteness. Whiteness. I think it's called whiteness. The one movie where um, everybody goes blind, but instead of um, it, it, it came out recently too. Like within the the, the last uh, the last I say the last um, decade, uh, where you know the whole world basically goes blind except for instead of it being dark, it's white. And I think the name of the movie might have been called Whiteness or something like that. That there's there's this really other movie like that, um, unless this is the same. But I don't think this is the same movie with the chick from. Um, oh God, what what movie? What, what, Monica you, Belushi. Who? Monica Belushi. Is that the same chick from? Um, da, 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 the da, Matrix. Okay, yeah, sir. That's something totally different. The of. Matrix is an irreversible. Okay, okay. So moving on, um, the audition is number six. I, I that can't. was a little messed up too. That, that was a messed up movie. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are fucked up. Y'all are watching all of these shits. Y'all are fucked up. There's another one. Number seven is I can't even pronounce this. Salo on the 120 Days of Sodom. Silo. That was a good one. That was a really good one. The, the some of the actors in that film. See, this is how much I'm into this shit. <laughs> some of the actors in in that film actually were traumatized by some of the things that they had to do. In it. That's What's how wrong that with y'all? Was. What's wrong with y'all? Number number um, eight is I spit on your grave. I've seen that one. I've seen I spit on your Original. grave. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, guinea pig, flower of flesh and blood is number nine. That's I, another I, I, one. You seen that one yeah. too? What the fuck? <laughs> Oh yeah, I done see all these, bro. I done see all these. Yo, Alpha Tay starting to trouble me. Alpha Tay starting to trouble me. Oh, let me see. All this stuff. Uh, the the. When I say I'm a horror movie fan, like I'm a horror. I'm a I'm a horror movie fan, but I don't like um like say like shit like like Saw that just that's just like just fucking grotesque and shit and human centipede and shit. I don't like shit like that. Like that, I see. I feel no need to. Like I'll watch it if if I. If I come across it, but that ain't the type of shit I'm into. Like that, just that, just disgusting, see, gross shit. I'm not into that. Yeah, shit. Yeah. See, for me, for for me, my whole thing is a horror movie should horrify me. Like if I'm gonna watch something that's gonna call itself a horror movie, I want to be legit horrified by it. Like I want to just. Be I don't like, want to throw like, up in my hands. I don't want to throw up in my shoes and shit. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watch the movie like oh, oh god! You know, like I, I like I like to be I like to I like to watch horror movies because I'm typically not afraid of horror movies because I watch so many. So I like to find a horror movie that'll scare me, right? But I don't like being I'm not into the being grossed out shit. Like 
I just, uh, you know, like, oh god, like my wife, yeah, she like the, she like the saw shit. I don't like them shits. You wouldn't like the Lucifer Valentine series, then. You is that like shit? That. In, like, let, me, let me see what it's in this list, bro. Hold on, let me see. Oh, put it this way, put it this way. The, the huh? first, the first movie in that, in that, it's a trilogy of, of films. Yeah, the first movie is called the first movie in that film is called Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. That's so, in this list. That's in this <laughs> list, yo. Hold on, let me go, hold on, let me go down the list. Because after you be talking, you be you be expounding on shit. Let me go down the list right quick, and then we expound. So number number ten is the the I don't know what this is the pow the pow kips the Poughkeepsie tapes the Poughkeepsie tapes. Sound familiar, Alpha Tape? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's a good one. It's a found footage movie. Yeah, found footage horror movie. That's a am good I, one. Am I gonna throw up watching that? Yeah, I watched that. I watched that. That's Not, I, but am I gonna throw up watching that? Am I going to take off my nah. shoe and throw up in it? Okay. The next one is nah. um, number 11 nah, is Antichrist. Nah, number 11 is Antichrist, which I did see. I, I didn't really like that. that, that shit, I mean, that, it was, it just, yeah. that shit was just like, what the fuck am I watching? This shit didn't. The, the, the beginning of it was nice, though, with the little slow motion porn. That was great. I just wasn't feeling this shit at all. I was like, turn, I was like, what the fuck did I just want? I want my life. I want my fucking, you know, I want my, my 108 minutes back. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Number 12 is, um, is Funny Games. That sounds familiar, but I don't think that I've seen it. It just sounds familiar. You seen that one, Funny Games? They, they re, yeah, they remade that um, with um, oh, what's her name? Your girl is in it. Your favorite? Um, Solo, what's up? Your current favorite? Scarlett uh, Joe. What's her name? Scarlett Joe. Uh, yeah, I think Scarlett Joe is in the remake. To be honest with you, they remade it. Is it same name? But yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, it's good though. It's really we'll good. Up, the, we'll I only saw up. the original German one. Number thirteen. Number thirteen is martyrs, or martyrs. Mar yeah, martyrs. Oh yeah, martyrs. Yeah, martyrs. That's a good one. The ending for that is is crazy. I always wonder what the lady told her to make her. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, Singapore Sling is number fourteen, and the the cover <laughs> um, looks like yeah, a the cover bad. looks like an old school like eighties comic book cover, like gore comic book cover or some shit. Um, it's oh. a comedy. Like the the stunner about that one is that it's a comedy. Like it's an actual, it's a horror comedy. Why the fuck? Crazy. Why the fuck are you watching these things? And, and it, yeah, you're right. It says comedy, drama, horror. Um, the number number fifteen. I've seen the remake, but number fifteen is Last House on the Left, the original one. And the original one is crazy. Yeah. Number sixteen is Necro Necromantic. Never even heard of that. Oh yeah, that's a bad one. Was he that's fucking, a bad one. He, he fucking goes or he fucking dead corpse. He fucking corpses. Yep, Mexican, uh, Mexican corpse dancing for the win. Sounds like fake yeah. news. Um, Eraserhead, I tried to watch and I was like, turn this dumbass shit off. Bro. Hey, did I say Mexican corpse dance? Mexican sugar dancing. Sorry, Google that, people. Google. No. That. <laughs> Once you Google this, people, and you and you got fish throwing up in your shoes, send that email and vomit your shoes full of vomit to Alphate at Twenty Dots. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, cool. I I can't watch, you know, movies that that show mm -hmm. human depravity is just too much. I mean, just irreversible on its own, and it, it was was bad enough for me. And I couldn't believe that that movie, you know, the way it was told. You know, from from the end to the beginning in reverse, I couldn't. I didn't know that it was possible to feel any worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, you know, after you see Monica get fucking raped pretty bad, it just like it yeah, just it set, God, you know my stomach. It, set, it made my stomach feel bad, why right? And then later on, as it gets 
closer to the beginning of the story. Oh my gosh, I I I don't want to mess it up for you guys either, but you can't mess it, it up for me, bro. I'm not watching that shit. This sounds crazy. I'm not. It's not, a it's a very very good. It's a very well. I don't want to throw up in my shoes, bro. Film like it's really well done. It's like you know, let, very well put together. Let, let me rip. No, no, no. Hold on. Let, let, let me let me rip through the rest of this list right quick because we're getting on in the minutes. Uh, and then you can spoil whatever. Okay, so number 17, The Race Ahead. Number 18, if any of these pop out at you, feel free to, to say something. Number 18 is August Underground's uh, Mortem. What the fuck does that yep. even mean? It's a trilogy of films. That's found footage. It's real sick and depraved. The director of that one, um, he was transporting his movies to a film festival in Canada and was arrested on obscenity charges at the border. Good for his ass. Number 19 is Angst. You guys see Angst? <laughs> No, nah, that one I never saw. I don't think I've seen okay, that. Okay, I'm going to send you the link to that one, bro. Look at me. Put yeah, you please on, bro. Do. That please shit, do. Uh, a troubled man gets released from prison and starts taking out his sadistic fantasies on an unsuspecting family living in a secluded house. Yeah, you're going to love that one, Af. You're going to love that mm-hmm. one. And number 20 is uh, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Yeah, that one you got to tell me about, bro. That one I know it's going to rip through these, but that one you got to tell me about because how the fuck do you even come up with the title "Slamit Slaughtered Vomit Dolls"? Like, so okay, so there's there's the difference between this and like a film, like a Serbian film, is that this is more disgusting than it is disturbing. I mean, it's also disturbing as well, but it's more disgusting. Let, let, I let, honestly couldn't watch this. Goddamn. I know why like I watched I, it now. I watched it all. I watched it all. Don't get me wrong. I watched the whole thing. I watched all three of them because it's a trilogy, but I couldn't watch them straight through. Like I had to take a break and come back Jesus. only because, um, you know, I even I have limits. You know what I mean? Like, Jeez. Um, so the, syn- the synopsis reads so- the, the gruesome tapestry of a psychological manif- of psychological manifestations of a 19, 19-year-old, uh, I got my glasses, Bulimic, Bulimic runway stripper turned prostitute as she descends into a hellish pit of satanic nightmares and hallucinations. Like, what caused her to have all these hallucinations and nightmares and shit? Like, what, what caused so all essentially, that? Essentially, this chick is suicidal. I mean, it, it basically, she's a suicidal stripper who ran away from home and was abused and shit like that. And she's bulimic. So that gives you a, an idea of why it's called Slider Vomit Dolls. And it is essentially an emetophiliac's dream like it's all about vomit like the movie every five minutes somebody's vomiting somewhere oh, like that i hate yeah, to it i know me too that's me too that. like i don't like that like, that's that, why that, you that, couldn't make it through them right that's why i couldn't make it through yeah i, can't. I couldn't make it through all the way i don't like watching people, i don't like watching people vomit or spit in movies or tv shows like i can't like i don't like i don't like seeing people spit in real life, I don't like that. That shit irritates the fuck out of me. But I definitely don't like watching people vomit in movies and shit. That shit bothers me, yo. Yeah, Number- and the, the the director. Let me just let me just tell you because again, I'm, I'm into all this kind of stuff. So I like I do all the you know behind the scenes, the trivia, the whatever. These are not the, the the slaughter vomit doll series is not good. Like it's not a good bunch of movies. Like from a thematic perspective or from a technical perspective. Like the movies themselves are trash. Like they're not well done. But um, if you are into that kind of shit, then it's good. Like, I guess if you're into that stuff, then this would be perfect for you. Fucking but the snuff porn. 
Fuck it, it's all snuff porn. <laughs> this guy, the director who um, did this, his name is Lucifer Valentine, mm-hmm. right? That's what he calls himself. And they did a, um, I remember reading a uh, interview with him and the guy is, is depraved. Like he's really like in real life, like, uh, like really fucked up. Like he talks about having sex with his sister. What? Oh, sounds like Donald Trump having sex with his daughter and shit. Wait, but hold on, but hold on. But, but he uses vomit as a lubricant. Like, Oh oh my God. Yeah. My knees just went weak. So that's the type of that's the type of movie that this is. So see Tyler, see what happens when you ain't on the show, Tyler. You see what happens. Tyler's gonna have a field day with this one. So as 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 depraved as this movie is, as depraved as the trilogy of these movies are, they still didn't fuck me up like a Serbian film did. Like a Serbian film is way worse than this. So I'm just gonna stay the fuck away from that. Then continue. All right, um, number twenty one. This one I actually might watch. Twenty one is begotten. This gory and entire entirely visual film tells the surreal tale of the death and rebirth of gods. That sounds yeah, this one interesting. is hard to follow. It's, uh-huh. it's kind of hard to follow. I watched it, but it's it's like a really avant-garde, like super artsy fartsy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it. This is another one that's not well done in terms of like you know, from a technical perspective. Like, it's just real shoddy watching it then. But there's a lot of crazy shit that happens. Um, Maybe I but, will watch. It sounds like some shit Marilyn Manson would watch before he makes his album. Number 22 was the, the original Girl Next Door, I guess? Or is this regress yeah. 2007? I ended up as a remake. Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, it's um, a 23 is the Human Centipede 2, which was terribly disgusting. Like, I didn't even see it. was the... way better than the first one. They way were both better. trash. Like, that shit was garbage. Like, all that shit was garbage. I was like, what the fuck? Watch the shit travel through all the pillows like this is so cool. Me and my wife tried to watch. I think we were drunk. The kids were gone for like the spring break or some shit like that. And we tried to watch that shit. And I was like, turn this dumb shit off. <laughs> the first the see see the first one to me wasn't all that bad like the first one wasn't bad in the sense that like a lot of the it wasn't really all that gory what was bad about it was like the implied violence and the implied sort of like for instance the one part where you know the in the first one right where the guy forces one of the members of the centipede to essentially shit in somebody else's mouth like that part was really fucked up. Like you don't actually see, you know, the fecal matter go into the person's mouth, but it's implied. And it's implied in a way that is just like, oh man, like, ah, you know what I mean? So so it's disturbing, but you know, at least for me, because again, I'm a jaded horror fan and I'm into this type of shit. It didn't really move me too tough. Like I, I appreciated it for what it was, but it didn't really like gross me out like that, like that, like that. The second one, though, like, yo, the fucking gore in that one. Yeah, that shit was up. fucked up. That shit was crazy. And the fact that it was in all black and white, I think that added to the um, the punch. I think. Is this the same one where he was trying to do it with prisoners in the prison yard? Or is that like the new one? Or part no, three that's, that's, the coming third, out? that's the third one. Yeah. yeah, that's part three. I never saw that one. Uh, fuck Apparently, that. there's a scene where somebody masturbates with sandpaper. 
What the fuck is the purpose of that? Number 24, Inside. (laughs) Number 25, Kanoa, A Shameful Memory. That sound familiar to you guys? Never seen that one. Number 26. All right, all right. Number 26, uh, In a Glass Cage. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. It's like some kind of homosexual type thing, is what it looks like here, from what I can tell. Um, (laughs) It looks like on the cover, bro. Not really. Not really. This one is good because it's kind of like the bad guy. Okay, so you know how you have movies. We're going to talk about Black Panther later, right? But you have movies where you actually. That's going to be a quick talk. (laughs) Yeah. This is one of those movies, like where you sympathize with the bad guy, you know what I mean, for a minute. This and this bad guy is really bad, right? So, imagine a Nazi pedophile, right? That's the bad guy. He's a Nazi pedophile. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty much the worst thing, right? Besides, you know, Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> and what happens to him is so fucked up that you you feel bad for him. Like that's how crazy this movie is. So, number, it, it, yeah, this is a good one. Number twenty seven, sweet movie. <laughs> I don't know why the f- I should have never read this list. Is we're we're hundred and tw- we're we're in one hour and twenty six minutes in, and we talked about a bunch of disgusting shit. I don't know where we are right now. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> This is an episode I would have loved to hear. <laughs> I'm glad you went this direction. To I don't know what we're doing. Out of, those, out, of, out of the movies, out of the movies on that list, I I can guarantee you the 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 two on those on that list where you wouldn't have wanted to even be on set because of the smell would be the slaughtered vomit dolls and the sweet movie one. Because those were like what you see on screen is what's actually happening. Like people are actually vomiting. In sweet movie, people are actually playing with like legit feces. Like it's crazy. Like those two movies. And even still, none of them hold a candle to a Serbian film in terms of like depravity and just like the way that movie had like none of those movies moved me like a Serbian film. I really want to transition away from this topic right now. Yeah, let's talk about Black I just, I, I just love the with every every movie, Afote is like, but still, none of them. Yeah. Serbian... <laughs> just... I'm telling you, man, that movie was fucked up. Like that movie had me legit horrified. Like I was, I was. I'm telling you, you guys have all seen my wife. She's gorgeous. I swore off sex for like a good month. Speaking of speaking of swearing off sex, so African audiences are having very emotional responses <laughs> to Black Panther. We are humanized and that matters. And this uh <laughs> just get that shit out of here. <laughs> so uh <laughs> This was a. Um, if we didn't lose, if we didn't lose uh, followers, with our last, we got like we fucking. We got like. Stuff. I think we just lost Bobby with that one. I think we got Tyler left. Like that's it. <laughs> Brian Brink might be holding on to dear life. Like he might be holding on to dear life. Like I'm doing. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying, but goddamn. Our, our listener base is gonna be like an episode of our season of Survivor. Oh, like, God. 
It will be the last man. I mean, I think we're legit down to the. I think we're legit down after, especially the last week's episode. I think we are legit down to like the 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 die hard motherfuckers, and (laughs) and you was on the show, so. <laughs> Minister Ryan, you out there, bro? You still listening? <laughs> we need a like, bro. We need a like. All right, so um, it's, it is it is uh it is um Black History Month. We are wrapping up Black History, but we're on our way out, right? Um, Black Panther has been smashing the fuck out of the box. I mean, it's just been killing, right? And then um. Spiro touches with this nice little uh, ditty here about the African audience and having a very emotional response to Black Panther. Um, we're humanizing all of that good stuff. Hey, Spiro, you want to ex- you want to expand on this a little bit? Uh yeah. I just I was reading it, um, and it's just about all the um, premieres of Black Panther in various African countries, and uh, it was, I mean it was it was just cool to hear, like. Uh, you know, from like firsthand from like people who are genuinely touched from like by the movie, uh, like you know, this one, I guess, someone on Twitter, uh, in the opening of the movie, like they're speaking a certain African uh language, and she was like, I could fucking understand that without subtitles, like it, it's just <laughs> you know, because. Anytime, you know, anytime you have a part of your culture that isn't often represented on screen, then you're going to have a visceral reaction. Hmm. How does that make you feel as a black man, Spiros? Uh, <laughs> as, as, as a, as a uh, racial draft, uh, you know, hopeful for 2018. Uh, you're, you're invited to the cookout, bro. You're invited to the cookout. We already, we already drafted you. All right. We traded you for Paris Denard and uh, Stacey Dash. <laughs> Damn, to a twofer. No. Um, Oh god. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I just saw the group chat and Tyler just posted what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he saw those links. Oh I put the links in the uh in the chat there after <laughs> Oh shit. Okay. He probably that's what I said last time y'all talking that I was like, What the fuck are they talking about? But no, I'm sorry, go ahead, Spiros, go ahead, bro. Uh, um I mean just to take it from my perspective. Uh, anytime I hear people speaking Greek in a movie and it's actual legit Greek and not just like just some gibberish that a filmmaker made up, like I'm not gonna lie, you know, I I, I get a cultural boner, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm glad your boner gets cultural. Anybody yeah, else want to chime in on that? Representation matters, man. Representation matters, you know. Okay. It's, it's, uh, okay. I, I you know, will at, say at, this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I. I when I, when I went to watch it at the opening night, I mm. I didn't actually... I should have expected this, but for whatever reason, I just thought it would be a regular crowd because it's a Marvel movie. No, 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 no. That's not what happened at all. I was like, maybe the only Filipino in a sea of, you know, all these black people. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> I, I, I didn't... I couldn't have predicted that it was going to be like this at midnight at a mid, you know, at a midnight showing. Uh-huh. And yeah, the, yeah. And so 
to see the, how how enthused they were about every you know every aspect and they were just they were just the, the things that they were saying as the movie was going on i was like I, I i was feeling for them like the you know the joy and you know most people would say but would you just shut the fuck up you're being so loud but no not me i was mm. i was i was i was elated for them you know what i mean so Cause I, mm-hmm. and it kind of made me wish. I wish the Philippines had something like that. <laughs> oh, you guys will now. Everybody's gonna get a go now, bro. Everybody. Yeah, gonna get everybody a go. can get in their own movie now. Fuck that. Yeah. Now, but yeah, none will hit as hard as this. This, 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 this was something else. You know what I mean? The, the, it can only have been told and done the way it was to 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 for, for the for the effect that it received overall. Oh. I think. So a few, uh, so a few little bit of a uh, box, a little bit of box office news on the Black Panther joint. Uh, Disney, this is from Variety. Disney's Marvel, Disney Marvel's Black Panther is heading for as much as this is an eight. This um, this this um, article is eight hours old, right? Disney's Marvel's Black Panther is heading for as much as seventy-five million at four thousand twenty uh, North American locations to dominate the box office again in its third weekend. Um, the latest forecast <clears throat> show Tuesday. If estimates hold, the third weekend of Black Panther could be the second or third best of all time. That list is headed by The Force Awakens at 90 million, so uh, right behind it, followed by Avatar at 68.5 million and The Avengers at 55.6 million. This is all for third week. Um, um, box office totals, right? A 50% decline uh, from the uh, 111.7 million would leave Black Panther at the same level as the Avengers six years ago. Black Panther took in 8.1 million on Monday, lifting the domestic total to a sensational four uh, 411.7 million after only 11 days. That's crazy, dude. It is already the 22nd highest domestic grossing of all time, and it could become one of, to all you guys listening, yeah, I'm reading this shit. <laughs> it could become one of only 10 movies to cross the $500 million mark by the end of the upcoming weekend. Its international gross on Monday was $10.9 million, lifting that total to $316.2 million. So um yeah, Wakanda's looking pretty good, man. Wakanda's looking pretty good. And they're talking about um Sparrow's going to be opening up and um Death Wish, which I want to see, uh is going to be opening up this weekend to, to give it a little bit of competition, but the competition's not going to be much cuz it's saying that uh Sparrow is um is tracking to bring in about 15 to 19 million, which it was at first it was tracking to bring in about 25 million before um Black Panther started mashing shit. And uh, Death Wish is supposed to is tracking to bring in fourteen to sixteen million on the opening weekend. So Black Panther's mm. killing Black Panther's killing the fuck out of shit. And um, yeah, yeah, black people continue to be happy about that, as well as Marvel fans, bro. So I, I was checking out this shit. <clears throat> I don't know if we talked about. I don't know when last time we did the show. Last time we did the show, we were talking about some other shit, right? So I don't know if we got to talk about like um, I, I commented in the thing that. Which guy, um, Wesley Snipes was actually on track to make Black Panther back in the day before Blade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had already gotten the uh, green light from Stan Lee to, to make it and everything. But he couldn't, uh, I guess everybody kept, everybody he was going to to, make, to get the movie made, um, they were thinking, for one, Black 
Panther. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like uh-huh. like the Black Panther's party instead of the Black Panther movie. And it was like a bunch of other bullshit. So he couldn't get the support he needed to get the movie made back then. But that's crazy that West Side was ahead of the curve way back then. So he just went way on. Back and, then. Yeah, yeah. So since he couldn't get people on track to do um Black Panther in the way that he wanted to get it done. And I forgot what the article said that I put in the chat. Um they I guess whatever studio he had went to had this real funny idea they wanted to do for Wakanda, whereas Wesley Snipes wanted to wanted to show Wakanda at, in the way that uh, I guess um Stan Lee had envisioned, which is what I guess Ryan Coogler did when he when he put this movie out. Um but that's that's just crazy to me. So he went on and made and made um Blade since he couldn't get this the story like he wanted for uh, Black Panthers for because he had his own script idea and everything and he couldn't get that uh-huh. shit popping. That, that, that's kind of crazy. So yet again, I mean, people saying like you know this movie could should have been came out in the way it could have been done and blah blah. Nah, not necessarily, man. Sometimes those those those, those um those those blocks are there, those walls are there, man. But let, let's talk about the Black Panther movie, man. As for as much as we can, you know, we done talked up a lot of time on talking about some crazy ass. <laughs> Oh, shit. You guys, <laughs> so I, I don't know if we got a chance to go around Robin um, to say what everybody's uh, number rating was on the movie, and we can just open it up from there. Yeah, sounds good. Spiro, since you just opened up your mouth, you get to go first, bro. Go ahead. What you got? Okay. Um, I loved it. It was awesome. Like visually, it was one of uh, it was the best like Marvel movie. Um, I mean. Like, Thor, the first Thor was awesome, like, when they showed Asgard the first time, but mm-hmm. fucking Wakanda is just, like, it's, it's funny, because actually, I was, I was in a Facebook group, and people were talking about Black Panther, and I, I don't want to say it was, I don't want to say it was ROC, but it might have been, but, uh, you know, people were talking about it, and then, like, the topic of the architecture of Wakanda came up, and this one dude was like, um, I really didn't realize how vanilla white architecture is, like, you know, American architecture is, uh, until I saw Black Panther, and, uh, you know, just the different cultural influences of, of the buildings, you know, with the technologically advanced part mixed with a very uh you know cultural version of the architecture like you know like huts and stuff like that kind of like built into these buildings or like Shuri's lab where you know it was really futuristic but the african art like on you know, the wall kinda, and shit the graph yeah, yeah like dude that shit was awesome uh but I mean, it's great. Like, I thought it was the best-looking Marvel movie. Um, you know, the the played-out kind of hero fighting the bad version of the hero, um, that was, I mean, they, they handled it pretty well. Like, I don't, it, it was predictable, because, I mean, you know, you're not going to have a movie where Black Panther loses at the end. But, um I mean, all the characters are so good. So I would give it a 9.5. Yeah, 9.5, because that soundtrack Mm -hmm. was fucking awesome. Um, Yes. 
Dude, weekend so track. good. <laughs> um, but uh, the only thing that pulled it down was the CGI in some parts. Yeah, I think uh-huh. everybody track on the damn CGI, boy. CGI Dude, hurts man. a lot of these so, fucking movies, man. Some of the some of the fight scenes looked like fucking Matrix Revolutions like level, you know, rubbery people fighting. See, why so, everybody got a bag? Uh, real quick, why everybody got a bag on the Matrix all the time? Like, I, I, I legit love the Matrix like, series. No, I mean, yeah, but like the CGI during the fight scenes. You know, it wasn't seamless. It wasn't yeah, like it was you pretty trash. Yeah. Which one was the one yeah. we had the pipe and he was like fighting all the uh, agents? The burly brawl. That's the yeah. That was the burly brawl. They I I yeah. love that fight scene, but that part when he goes up with the pipe and he's like spinning in mm-hmm. the air and that shit looks so fucking. <laughs> I oh, mean, I know. they didn't even try at that point. They didn't even try at that point. Yeah, the the first one was so good that I really didn't think I needed a, a two or three at all. I, I see, at least I, the way they were. At least the way the Wachowskis told that story, I was like, Ugh. I don't know. I don't know what that means when people say I, I didn't need that. I, I don't know what that means. Like I know. I know what it means. Like if I order some food and they bring me some shit I don't want, and I say I didn't need that. But like I don't know what that means with like movies. Like, because I, I was pretty disappointed in the <laughs> the outcome of of what happened post the first movie. Matrix really. haters. I'm, I'm sorry, Spiros. Go ahead. Love, the the Matrix hater just cut in. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's all right. No, I'm just um, messing with you. Go ahead, man. No, I mean, just the CGI in some parts looked really, really amateur. Um, but, I mean, otherwise, the movie was awesome. Like, uh, and It's funny because I fully anticipated to not, like, love the movie, just kind of, you know, be like, yeah, it's another comic book movie. Because that's literally the feeling I had after Wonder Woman. When everyone was like, oh my god, it's the best movie ever, and you know, it's so great. And I was just like, I was just like, I was just like, it's, it's, a, it's a good comic book movie. Like, it wasn't revolutionary in my eyes. It didn't, you know, it didn't leave me wanting more. Like, I could, I'd be completely content with never getting another woman, Wonder Woman movie. Oh, hey, for, you almost said it. You almost said it. You almost said it. <laughs> caught him caught him <laughs> you're the reason we're not getting another a part two to that Ghostbusters movie aren't you <laughs> uh, well I guess I am because I, I never saw this um, no except for uh, you know Gal Gadot is such a beautiful woman that you know I would want Wonder Woman movies just so there's more her on screen hmm. Hmm. okay alright uh, next, next up the bat. Gal Gadot deepfakes. Gal Gadot I gave deepfakes. I, I gave the movie a, a a nine. Sweet. And um, most, most, mostly be exactly what with what Spiro said. Most, you know, some of the stuff was just for the most part it was cool. But the, my my critic my my critiques was uh, I didn't need to see two Black Panthers fighting each other, especially since in the comic books. Killmonger was kind of really dope on his own, you know, with his own style without having to be dressed like Black Panther to fight T'Challa. I just I thought it was kind of it took it took away from me. Um, but what 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 made it a a not not a regular comic book film for me was the was was pretty much the 
the way the the uh, Kugler was able to juggle the political uh, theme that couldn't, you know, the elephant in the room that really couldn't be ignored. So he he found a way to to tell the to tell things in a perspective that hit really hard for that hit me pretty hard, especially um, the part where the the brother told his told the king that um you know we got to do some for all the people that are that you know that we that are that are getting slaughtered in the streets of America <laughs> I mean I just I was just mm-hmm. it, it hit me so hard you know when I when when I heard him say that and when you know at the end I, I guess I'm going to spoil a couple of things but when that last line that Killmonger said like I I want to be buried in the ocean oh, I just it, th- that shit hit me so hard I just it, it, it rings. Yeah, you know what I mean? Line. Uh, that was a dope line. And and yeah, it was one of the few movies where I it was it was I was very sad to see um Michael B. Jordan go, you know, lose. <laughs> because I and even though he was a bad guy, I kinda wanted him to win because I understood why he felt, you know, that way. And so I don't know. And it may piss off a, a, you know uh, a lot of white people. I'm just gonna say it like that but because i don't know it, it puts him in a in a non not so heroic light from the perspective of uh killmonger but man a part of me feels exactly the way killmonger kind of feels you know so no doubt man no doubt that's okay that's that's why i i, I give it a nine but other you know if it wasn't for those things you know and of course the the really awesome different you know styles and uh visual visuals as like that that waterfall scene that was that was pretty dope um i think it had just been par for the course you know it could have been a, just a par for the course comic book film and i'm glad it wasn't yeah it took a chance to make make it into something more right right uh, oh, absolutely cool. i felt deep meaningful and you know i came out of that movie feeling happy for for just people of color in general you know no, that's cool. So. Huh? That's cool. Anything else on it? Anything that's else? it. All right. What about you, Av? Man, listen, I got to give that movie. Um, I'll start with my rating. I mean, from the rip, I'm giving it a 9.5. Um, I'm taking away, you know, points for the same, or a point, I should say, for the same reasons that you guys are in terms of, um, you know, the CG and, you know, some of the, uh, um, you know, okay, Black Panther versus Black Panther, you know, whatever, whatever. I, I get that. Like, I, like that, I can, I can totally agree is, you know, hackneyed probably. Um, and especially when you consider, you know, and we, we talked about this on the other podcast, Mickey, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 not to, not to rehash, the um the whole last uh the, the um transformers last night um debate that everybody was having but you know the one good thing that the transformers movie have the trans the michael bay transformers movies have have going for them is that you know the cg is just unparalleled like you know it is nigh indistinguishable from real life when you look at you know, Optimus yeah, Prime talking to Sam with Wiki, like it's spot on. Like you, you know, my my son 
for a long time thought that they actually built a robot <laughs> like Optimus Prime, you know, and mm. had Sam talking to him, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it that's how good it looked, you know. So when you compare it to those types of movies, then you know, you get to you know, you can see how um <clears throat> there could be uh you know a a, a a bit of a complaint lodged against the Black Panther movie for um the way that the CG looked in that. Yeah. Um Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, bro. I was going to no, I was going I was just saying yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So, you know, um but outside of that, uh for me personally, thematically, man, this movie t- t- to see the kind of like 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 you said, you know, the way that Kruger legit kind of just like leaned into some of the more heavy handed aspects of you know some of the 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 issues that 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 black people all over the diaspora face um it, it, you know they didn't beat around the bush with any of that shit like the first what five, 10 minutes of the film dude you know killmonger is yeah. in the yeah straight to it like killmonger's in the um in the uh <clears throat> the museum the art museum and he, you know, he tells the lady, "Don't worry, I'm going to take this Wakandan artifact off your hands." And she's like, "It's not for sale." And he's like, "Oh, what you think? Your your ancestors paid a fair price for it, or did they steal it? Like yeah, they stole yeah. everything else?" I was like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> this dude ain't playing. <laughs> he ain't playing, yo. In he your face, playing. in your face, <laughs> and and um, you know, to, to shout out to my man Mgo, palm in your face." like straight up and down so so that was refreshing you know to see that um and the movie is chock full of these sorts of moments and it's not done in a like oh i hate white people kind of way like not at all you know what i mean sort of like how get out was like get out was very um you know it, it, it it tackled these sorts of issues head on but it wasn't preachy and it wasn't like you know Oh, we hate all white people. Like it wasn't like none of that at all. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> I really appreciated that part of it, and and just you know the the, the myriad of you know um, conversations that started, and just you know the whole you know some of the stuff that that we as as people of color have to deal with that you know has n- almost never been touched in you know, film, let alone a big budget, multi-million dollar MCU film. You know what I mean? Like this is, Marvel can do no wrong with their, their movies. Like they print money with these movies. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't name a Marvel movie that's whack, like legit whack. Like you might feel like some of them are not as good as the others, but man, one of them is whack. You know what I mean? They're all, you know, in varying degrees, you know, okay or good, you know what I mean? None of them is whack. So for them to to, 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 to to introduce this sort of conversation, you know, in this way, just, I don't know, to me was just a huge deal, like humongous. So I was very appreciative of that. Um, and, uh, you know, as a, as a quote unquote militant myself, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was very happy to see uh, you know, black 
Africanism, you know, full on just like blackity black, 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 <laughs> so dark black, skin, y'all. black ass, <laughs> African, black, black, y'all. black, black shit. Just like totally treated with respect. And, you know, nobody was a coon. Nobody was a buffoon. Yeah. Nobody was a slave. Nobody was, you know what I mean? Right. Like every character was varied, had their own, you know, um, you know, agency. Like it was just, it was amazing. It was just amazing to see. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, my friends, both online and um, in person are just kind of like flabbergasted by how I could be so, you know, into this. And so, you know, just like, well, I mean, it's just a movie, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, and I, well, not even just thinking to myself, but I say to them, like, you know, for most of American existence, for, for most of the time that cinema has existed in America, like, the characters have been all white, like 98% of every character in every movie, damn near since the beginning of cinema. I mean, 98 might be a, a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's not too far off. You know what I mean? Um, mostly white. So, so for, 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 for a lot of these people, it, it's just the norm. Like you just expect to see, you know, yourself in film in all kinds of different ways, both negative and positive. So, you know, to see us portrayed in this way, on this level, it's just unprecedented. Like we had Blade, yes. We had, you know, Coming to America, yes. We had The Color Purple, yes. But it's never been done this way. Yeah, I, I will argue, know, I will argue that, not, not that those don't count. I mean, I would give, I could give us Blade, but and I, I know you were getting ready to go there, but I just want to say, I will argue that we haven't had this, period. We, we, we might have saw this level of success, some, a, a, a shadow of this level of success with the, what the, was it, the, with Roots? But other than that, we ain't had this. We haven't. What makes yeah, Black Panther special is that, versus Blade, is that nobody wanted to be Blade. <laughs> right. Unless you wanted to be a vampire. Day. Everybody wanted to be T'Challa. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like, like, and again, to, 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 to touch on that, like, my, my kids, you know, my son, for him, Spider-Man and, and Batman were his favorite, you know, characters, you know what I mean? Like, he, he loved him some Spider-Man, he loved him some Batman, like, those were his, his, his favorite, you know. We, as, as people of color, are, you know, normal, like, it's normal for us to kind of just, identify and you know signify with certain characters like you know for me growing up superman was my favorite character like that was my dude you know what i mean and he was a white guy and you know you didn't think anything of it because that was the norm like that was normal you know what i mean you just it would just it just was what it was but you know now black t'challa is my son's favorite character now like he wants all he wants to do is be Black Panther all day long. Like he wants to go out and get the outfit. You know what I mean? He wants to. He wants to be. Um, my my daughters wanted. Well, the the um. I didn't take the baby girl, the, the tiny baby, because she's just too young for the theater. Um, to sit still for a two and a half hour movie. Um, and then my my oldest was with her mom when you know we went to go see it. So, um, I didn't bring her, but her mother took her, 
to to go watch it. But you know, so so you know, and 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 my 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 Zoe, all she wants to do, she wants to she she wants to um dress up like the pretty bald head girls for Halloween. You know what I mean? Like, we don't get that. You know what I'm saying? We do not get that. (laughs) Like, that's not something that we've had the privy or the luxury of having, you know, as a people, like, ever. You understand what I'm saying? So it's huge for us. I I, I, I agree, man. And and, and what also makes this movie, like, low-key kind of awesome, too, is that it, 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 without directly it out it just kind of subtly eases itself to it is basically explaining the pain of colonial hurt you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the effects of just colonialism in general echo and and it, and i know in, in, in this in this situation it's the the african experience but man i could relate because you know as, as the philippines we mm-hmm. were wards of the were, united oh, were, states you know yeah so. you were colonized too yeah, yeah exactly. so, so I don't know, and and just like you and I, you know, growing up naturally, we we because of what we see on TV and you know the the way things are presented, um, certain certain things are 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 more desirable, and and a lot of my people they 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 try to become, they do try to become white. They we we they put in uh-huh. soaps and different creams to. Because that's what we see, and that's what's supposed to be exactly, exactly. Like desired. all over the world, all over the world, skin bleaching creams are a thing. You know what I mean? Like in almost every black nation on the planet, every you know nation of color on the planet, skin whitening creams are advertised on television. Like white is the default. You understand what I'm saying? So for us to have this film in the way that it is. You know, it's just it's just huge. It's humongous for us. Like we've never had that before. So, and I'm and I'm so glad to see it do the numbers it's doing. Like I I just couldn't be happier. Now, same you here. Know, and on top of everything, and on top of everything, it's an actually like it's actually a good film, right? Like our brother Spiros is obviously not black, even though he is black. We drafted him <laughs> into the family, <laughs> but he can also enjoy it too. You know what I'm saying? He can also take away you know, things of value from it too. You know what I mean? So, so, you know, in that sense, it's, it's just so amazing that, that, you know, and when they, when they said Ryan Coogler was doing it, I was like, Oh, this is going to be dope. This is, I knew it was going to be like this because like we said in that, that we were, again, we talking about this on the other podcast, Mickey, like, Oh boy, he don't like, he don't speak no type of proper English. Like, <laughs> no, I heard his interview straight Oakland. Yeah, straight yeah, up, like, straight up from the block, bro. I'm surprised he didn't say that a lot. <laughs> Word, you know what I'm saying? So like, and I knew he was gonna just take it there. I knew it's, it. it's crazy because he'll you talk know? about like some artsy shit, but he but mm-hmm. he's still talking in the same like you know the same Oakland hood dialect. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, <laughs> he reminds me. He remind he reminds me of Michael Pena's character in Ant Man. Uh-huh. Like on the yeah. one hand, like totally hood, but then at the same time, like completely cognizant of like the value of a specific Renaissance painting. Uh-huh. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So you know, I I got it. Like I would give it a perfect ten to be honest with you, but you know, in my I mean, it's definitely for me by far the best Marvel movie. Like by far. Like no other Marvel movie is even coming close, in my opinion. 
Um, but you know, I'd ha- if I gotta be honest and unbiased, I gotta you know take a few points down just for you know some of the reasons that you know we spoke on before in terms of like the CG and you know some of the other things in that nature. But yeah, man, definitely trying to see this like at least you know three four times <laughs> before all is said and done. Yeah. And I'm for sure copping it. I might even go and get a 4K video uh, TV just for the shit. <laughs> you so you can mean? see how bad that, you can see how bad the special effects is <laughs> for the people on the damn mountainside. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, in addition, I wanted to say also why why I dropped an extra point because Claw was probably one of my most favorite bad guys, and to see him go out so soon, I thought was a little bit of a waste. But that's just me. Um, I yeah, you know, they could have they could have added a couple more scenes with him in it. I think I agree with you on that one, but I think he had to die in order for Killmonger to get to like it, it moved the story. There was a reason for it. Like it, it did legit move the story forward. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty um, sure he got plenty of cut scenes. I'm plenty. I'm pretty sure he do. I'm I'm just saying in the comics in general I really like Claw if, even though he had that goofy ass like uh, in, in the com- in the comics he's good like I've I've not liked him prior to okay I think I liked him a little bit in the uh, Earth Mighty Earth Mightiest Heroes the Avengers um, Marvel cartoon show that was on for a while I liked him in that and then of course I, and of course I liked him in the movie but the comics and like even the Marvel Legend I never ever liked the fucking Marvel Legend like I always thought Claw was just like just cornballish you know what I'm saying but I, I've liked this character thus far in in the Marvel movies. This one and what was it that um was that Avengers or was that Iron was that um was that Avengers or was that Iron Man uh, uh Captain America movie that he was in with um Asia <clears throat> Ultron Asia Ultron yeah yeah he he was good he was good in that shit too and it was like yeah. a drastic difference I think between the two between the two characters he's way more wild and unleashed in in the Black Panther version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm just I'm just partial to anything Masters of Evil because I love the Masters of Evil and he was part of that team, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I root for the Masters yeah. of Evil. Yeah, I would I would agree with you in in the sense that he he definitely a with with you Mickey in the sense that he was a lot more subdued, I guess in a sense, um, in Age of Ultron. But then again, you know that was when. Uh, I mean, Ultron, Ultron fucking cut his arm off. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I kind of would be subdued too. But then, um, you know, uh, and then with you, Yule, I'd, I'd have to say, you know, the Masters of Evil, man. Like, you know, growing up, that was that was definitely, uh, you know, a, a, a good shit right there. Like, but but you know, I I don't want to take anything away from from Andy Serkis's performance are his character like he definitely was you know any any scene he was in he definitely chewed up the scenery for sure yeah but killmonger man killmonger is like jesus christ like he's he is my darth vader like he is (laughs) you know what i mean like that bad guy that you wanted to be when you were growing up like when i was growing up all i wanted to do was talk like this and breathe like like you know what I mean? Like when I was little, I wanted I was Darth Vader. Like he was the he was my favorite bad guy. And you know, Killmonger has replaced him as like my favorite bad guy, basically. So you I know, can't I, blame honestly, I honestly don't 
feel like Killmonger was a villain. Like he, nah, he, he really was. He wasn't really, man. Like, 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 like you said in the other cast we talked about. Which I, I'll get to that. I, I wrap my, I wrap the show up with my Avengers nerding because we never got around to it. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I just, don't, I just don't think he was a bad guy either. I mean, he, he was the, the he was the antagonist, but he wasn't really the villain, right? He's an MIT graduate and a Navy SEAL, so it's hard to hate him for me. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I um, any, any more, I, I any more? Posted, I posted a few times. Well, I said I was gonna say I posted a few times on my Facebook and on my Instagram feeds. You know, I was on Killmonger's time, side the whole time. Like, I still am, bro. I still am. Like, I still am. Yeah, yeah favorite. I'm inside. Yeah, favorite character. The movie for me, dude, is. I mean, I got obviously Michonne. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Michonne. And Boy, let's yeah. talk about the black girl magic in that film. Yeah, oh, man. but uh, I um, I wait, wait. Can I can I get mine in now? Or we still you still go, bro. <laughs> Cause I I nostalgic about this movie forever. Like I really feel, I go on and on and on. But go ahead. Yo, um, I say, uh, shit, I ain't got much I gotta say because you said most of it for me. So I, I just um tap off of yours. Yeah, that which is right. That, that's that's good because that way I don't feel like I'm rehashing off the other show, man. I um so so yeah. Hats off to you, sir, because you you got you got most of everything I want to say in there, man. I I say that um my point system. I I. If if I wanted to be fair, I would say eight point five, maybe nine. But I'm not interested in being fair at all. I'm gonna go and give it an eleven. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go and give it an eleven, bro. I'm, and everybody listening who goes like, "Oh, we knew, we knew he was gonna go." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go. Sorry, yeah. I'm my trying to go. Will not allow me to vote anything. Yeah, like there you go. There you go. I'm sorry, sir. My blackness will not allow me to vote anything lower than eleven. <laughs> but just for the fact that. I don't blame you, man. Like it, yeah. it, it is amazing film. Just for the amazing. fact that we're able to have, just for the fact that we're able to have the conversations that we're having, just off this movie, I'm I'm gonna go eleven. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about the little spotty graphic shit. I don't give a fuck about that because I personally feel like it's a lot of spotty graphics in a lot of fucking movies. And I I think just as as um, fanboys, all of us are fanboys and nerd and nerd lovers of movies and shit. I think that we're getting really we've been really spoiled. We we've been giving way too much. I mean, it, there's 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 a, there's something to be said for having too much. I think we've been giving too much. I don't think we know how to be hungry anymore, bro. And so I I, I don't wanna I, I don't wanna and this ain't a criticism to nobody on the show for anything anything you guys say. I'm I'm just saying in general, right? I, I think that we've been given so much that we uh, now can turn up our nose and shit. Be like, oh, not another superhero. Oh, I don't want to do that because the minute I feel like we do that, they, mm-hmm. they, they're going to take them from us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I come from a place in life where you got to you gotta be uh, gracious and happy about every little bit you get. You know, you got to yeah. cherish every little bit you get because you never know when they come in to take it from you and set it in the front yard in front of the house. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> so, um, I'm... Yeah, give me all that. Give me all that. So, um, I say uh, favorite villain now. Favorite, favorite, favorite bad guy uh, because he is the bad guy of the movie, but not really. It's gonna be Killmonger. So I gotta say top three bad guys of all movies for me. Uh, Darth Vader gonna always be number one. Bishop gonna be number two from Juice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Killmonger now. That's my that's my list. You know what I'm saying? That's my dream team right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And um, okay. yeah, that, that's my that's Go my ahead. that's my dream team, right? And, and and somewhere in there, somewhere in there is Darth Maul. You know what I mean? Like he, he's somewhere in there. Like for me, I, I don't know. He he's just he, he's floating around there somewhere, dude. Um, one thing that I did feel about the movie, like okay, so 
Um, Spiros was talking about the, and, and I can go long because we, we at two hours now. Uh, Spiros was talking earlier about the um, about the the architecture and loving this stuff, right? I'm not gonna lie. When they came in, I was really like when they when they flew into into Wakanda. I was like, ah, oh, and, and I had that I had the feels because you know first time flying into Wakanda and blah 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 blah. But I wanted the city to look like. Um, I guess if I had to draw a comparison, you, you know how. Uh, and it's funny that Spiro said. It's funny that Spiro said um, um, what he said earlier concerning Thor Ragnarok. But the way um, the way uh, it looked, the, the, the city looked. What was what? I, I, I know this is a major fucking brain freeze, but please, the city from Thor, the, the city from Thor's hometown. Anyone? Anyone? Asgard. Asgard. Thank you Asgard? very much. Yeah, Somewhere yeah. Asgard? Sorry, crazy, crazy, crazy brain fart right there. But uh, I, I want, Asgard. I wanted, I wanted, um, I wanted Wakanda to look like Asgard. Look like As, because Wakanda is supposed to be like the city of gold. You know what I mean? Like, like if you got, you guys seen that? You guys seen that that Marvel Black Panther stop motion comic? I mean, mo- um, uh, motion yes. comic. Yes. You, that that's yes. like the only fucking motion comic I've been able to fucking watch. That shit is dope as fuck, right? I mean, I was li- I was into that shit. And the city in that it was gold. It was on. It was like you know what I mean. It was way ahead of time. Like literally, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So when I went in, I was expecting to see that. I was I was expecting to see that. And the only thing that that brings that to mind is the way Asgard looked in. Um, and and I, I can't even I, don't, I can't recall the very first Thor movie because that movie has sucked. I can't recall the second Thor movie because that one was eh, okay. But I liked Ragnarok and the city stood out to me. You know what I mean? So I wanted I wanted Wakanda to look something like like that, right? But I mean, even that's not a fucking takeaway for me or any points uh, minus. So um, and I'm not going to rehash the story or rehash the movie or nothing like that. But I will say that I am looking forward. To seeing some, uh, give give me some motherfucking what they call Damalaj, Damalaji, Damalaji, the Dora Malaji. I need me a Dora Malaji miniseries. I don't want a, I don't want a full. I don't want a movie because I don't want just two hours. I need me a Netflix miniseries or something, you know, or a series or something because I want to see Michonne getting it, getting it in. You know what I'm saying? Because them, because yo, she was raw. So I, I want to see her get it in. I want a full. I want a full season of that shit, right? And um. I'm wondering what they're gonna do with a part two and a part three. Where would they go? You know what I'm saying? What would they do with it? Um, so I, I am looking forward to that. But just as far just as far as the movie goes, I, I really really enjoyed it, and I love the conversations that that have uh, spurred from it. I, I love the idea of having the the conversation. I, I love the idea of everybody being able to talk about shit or being willing to talk about shit that they wouldn't have talked about before. I love the idea of motherfuckers feeling comfortable because they got the token characters in the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love the idea of that. Uh-huh. I, I love it. I do love it. I love the idea of, of now being able to spot which one of your friends who was always supposed to be cool, but now they kind of acting a little funny nah. style because they saying some funny style <laughs> shit. I love that yeah, there, shit. There's some stuffy guys out there. Yeah, uh, my and, Facebook feed was full. Was yeah. full of like they, they they couldn't they couldn't even let homies you know enjoy the you know their parade for a second without saying something you know to piss on the parade. You know. Yeah, man, I love that shit. This is like this is like a troll in motion. So I'm I'm good to go on it because I, I just don't get. I don't get the idea of why. Well, if you ain't got no problem with it, if you ain't got no bones in your body about it, 
then what's the issue? I mean, I know. I mean, nerds is a, a fan. Let's say fan fanboys is a different thing because fanboys be be waiting just to hate on something, just just to be upset about it, just to not like it. Like it, I, I got I got to call fair is fair. Like Transformers come out, we hate Transformers. Thor come out, we find a reason to hate Thor. Star Wars come out, we hate Star Wars. You know, everything that we love, we hate when they give it to us. You know what I'm saying? Because we have this image of it in our mind, and that's the greatest image ever. Which, by the way, just on a side note, when you consider the idea that right. We we hate all the remakes and all the new versions they give us of these things that we hold that we cherish and hold so dear. But when you go back to those to those memories, like it's really only great in our memory because when you go back to the original material, like it was crappy. Like you know, say so like G One Transformers was crappy, dog. Like the animation was crappy, the stories was crappy. You know what I mean? But in our minds, I mean the toys was crappy. But in our minds, that motherfucking old school Optimus Prime, that G One Optimus Prime was like an MP10. You know what I'm saying? Before MP10 was MP10. So I I. I never get really how we be hating the fuck out some shit and compare it to the old school shit when, tip, when technically the old school shit is usually not holding up to what's new but whatever that, that's a whole other tangent I'm just saying it's a good ass fucking movie I'm happy it's doing good I'm loving the fact that we can have a conversation and everybody that has a problem with it or has a problem with it seeing people happy about being represented finally to the fullest I'm glad you got a problem and I'm glad I get to see you for who you are Straight up and down. I yeah, think exactly. I, I think that's the exactly. best. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest win for me out the whole fucking thing, right? I get to see them little guys make them little snide comments and they're like, uh huh, yeah. So I thought you was cool, but now I, I see where you're at. I see where your bones really are, right? So yeah, uh, I'm in for that. I'm in for that. And yeah, it's like it's like if you like what is like I can understand again like to echo what you're saying like if you. If you have a legit issue with some of like the thematics or you know the CG or something like that, then that's fine. But if your beef is with me celebrating the blackness of the film, then fuck you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, seriously. Like, even the undercover, even like, the undercover cats, it. even the undercover cats, like, well, it's not, it's not that. It's just that you know they're making such a big deal, and I don't know what the big deal is. I mean, it's an okay movie, you know. <laughs> Of course, it's just gonna be an okay movie to you, motherfucker. You don't know what it's like to to be, you know, to have your neck fucking stepped on all day by, you know, institutions that, you know, that set you up to fail. So, right. I'm just exactly. saying, I'm just gonna keep it real. Yeah, they could eat a dick. All those guys. Yeah, you know, let them know how you really feel. You don't got down. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with not liking it. There's nothing wrong with you know, not being cognizant of the cultural significance of it. Like, like there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? But if you try to deny me my joy because I see cultural significance in it, or, you know what I mean? Then then that's where we have the proverbial problem at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, anybody else got anything for that? Because I'm, I'm done with that. Going well, twice. Going twice. <laughs> Alright. Um I think that um I think that that's a good place to uh wrap the show because we're at like two hours and sixteen minutes. Um Damn, well, well, as long as a movie. We're movie length with this. R- real quick, just to go out. Um just to go out. Well no no, actually let's let's say this last one, this other one that uh that you threw in here, this good topic. Let's let's say this for the next episode so we can have something. Yeah. That's a really guess that deserves more time. Um I am going to uh, for for my adventures in nerding. I'm not going to go all through it, but I, I will say that um, I had a chance to. And I don't know if we talked about this on the. I don't think we talked about this on the last podcast. I don't know if we did. I cut it out. But um, 
Did we? Did we, we did not. Okay. So I, I had a chance to record what is going to be the first episode <laughs> was going to be the first episode of the um Nerd Life on Fire podcast. And I, I had my brother Alphate on there with me. I had a great time doing it. Um I'm still trying to figure out exactly what the platform is gonna be for it, what it's gonna come out on, but I, I'll definitely have it out on YouTube and um I already said I already said the YouTube a YouTube channel up for it. Um, so that'll be out. I got to get it out sometime this week because time is ticking. Um, so if you want to tune in and, um, hear a, a, a real, <laughs> a real deep conversation about the conversation that comes from uh, Black uh. Panther, not just a, not just a, um, cause we don't do a movie review at all. We didn't do a movie review at all. Right. We got into the conversation, nah. right? Yeah, yeah, we got we into got the political conversation. Yeah. So if you want to check mm-hmm. that out, and yeah, go go check that out. If you don't want to, if you don't want to hear that, then you might not want to check it out because we pull no fucking punches, bro. We pull no punches at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, one other thing that I will pull out, um, I'll pull out. So <laughs> I'm fucking childish. So um, <laughs> I started watching the new um Channel Zero. I don't know if you guys follow it or not on the Sci Fi Channel. Zero. Yeah, mm, it, like Twilight it, Zone. It's some crazy shit, but I'm liking this. It. So it's called Butcher's Block or some shit like that. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. So I'm only twenty three episodes in that I've seen. I think there should be a new one up now, but I'm really digging that, man. Um, and I can't really. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and uh, I'm still in the process of getting ripped off on eBay. <laughs> you no, motherfucker! Speak on that, bro. Speak on that. Oh like, my crazy. god! It's this. That would be a whole show in itself, bro. I I tell you what I do. I I give y'all a little touch up on it right quick, and then I touch, and then I get into it on the next show because that's like another fucking forty five minutes. But, um. I'm just saying, fucking don't sell on eBay. I mean, if you're selling on eBay and you're having success no. with it, fine. But I ain't doing it no more. Cause like, no, thank you. Yeah, my and then and I, you know, I stopped a while back because I remember before I had a little bit of trouble. But this is like, this is crazy, bro. This is like eBay legit. They facilitated the theft of my shit, man. You know what I mean? They gave it mm. so. And, and then I so I started doing research. I'm going to make complaints and shit. And as I'm doing research and checking out articles online and all of this stuff. Dude, eBay is deep with complaints, like deep. Like this is not even something that's like it's not new. And I know I heard people say before that eBay don't protect their sellers, but eBay has literally come out themselves and said that they, they and admitted they have a slant towards the buyer because buyers, they don't. Yep. Yeah, they don't want to scare off buyers from the site. So they so they do um typically uh they they, t- they do typically find in favor of the buyer no matter what. And and the screwed up part is they are constantly letting the buyer keep your stuff plus get the refund. So it ain't, you know what I mean? It's not, it's, I thought my case was something special. Like, you know what I'm saying? No. no like, and, and, and as I've done my, re- as I've done my research and shit, I mean, I got a little bit of help coming from a few directions, right? And I know I got, I know I got some people out there on the West Coast. I know I got some fam on the West Coast and I ain't talking nerds. I ain't talking nerds. So uh, one way or another, I, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get some justice, right? But, um, <laughs> well, one way or another, I, 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 one way or another, brother, I'm going to get some justice. But, um, I just, as I'm doing the research, yo, I, uh, I, I felt, I felt bad for myself at first, but now, no, I can't, I cannot. It's some people that's been, that's gotten the raw end of the stick, bro. Like, like thousands of dollars out, you know what I mean? So I, I guess I can't complain, but I'm going to get this justice though. I'm gonna get this justice, but yeah, I, right. I I I'll update y'all cats on that um next go around next show round. 
Uh, hopefully we should get. Um, hopefully we should have uh, Tyler back next week. Hopefully we can get uh, Lenny to make a guest appearance. <laughs> maybe we can get. Maybe we can I, I, get. I just, I just, you he know? was down yesterday. Let me just say. Yeah, ahead, I was go gonna say. Let me just say. You know, no homo, but I just love listening to him talk. Man. Yeah, I, I know, mean, right? <laughs> I just, I just it's so silky. Voice, it's so man. smooth. I'm, I'm gonna sound hella ignorant, right? But I when when he when he first spoke. When I first heard him speak, I was thrown off that he didn't sound nothing like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Yo, I'd be like, I honestly thought that all Australians talk like, like, like that until you know Lenny showed me otherwise. Yo, when they put when they're looking for the next when they're looking for the next James Bond, Lenny could definitely do the voiceovers at minimum. He could do the voiceovers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> definitely though. So base, maybe we could get maybe we can get a guest appearance from Lenny again. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, we can get Cody to come back in at some point. We can meet his time frame. But uh, if not, yeah, we know Cody. Cody. Too. I like I like listening to Cody speak too. Like yeah. I could just listen to both those brothers just speak all day long. Like just legit, just like go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so we get. Hopefully, we can get Cody back in. Not gonna hold my breath. I know for a fact we ain't gonna see <laughs> Garrett no time soon because he a ghost. You know. What I'm <laughs> but Gary's here right now. You know what I mean. So with that, man, I ain't got nothing else, man. We can uh, we can close the shot. Spiros, you want to you want to you want to take the Gatling gun to it? Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll give it a try. Uh, give it a try. This your this your thing now. It is official. Spiros is the closer. It's official, bro. Go ahead. He you does it so well. Shit. He does it. Hey, so you well. own that shit, bro. Go ahead. All right. Thank you for joining us for uh, another episode of Toy Detox. We appreciate it. Uh, be sure to check us out on various social media platforms, including Twitter at underscore Toy Detox. Uh, follow us on the Instagram. Uh, Cody keeps the news pretty tight on that platform. Um, join us in the Facebook groups uh, and the Show Us Your Toys uh, Facebook group. <clears throat> and uh, be sure to visit us at www.toydetox.com and uh, shout outs to the Cool Table Network, a collection of like-minded podcasts uh, including Shattercast Uncut, Nerd Rage Radio, Beers and Bolter, 40K, um, Eight Weeks, uh, Enter the Realm, the ROC podcast, uh, Breaking the Mold, and uh, one, two of our newer podcasts in the network. Um, we have Fresh Communication and Building Up to It. Also, check out Stasis Lock, the Beast Wars podcast, um, and Plastic Fanatics. And um, shout outs to uh, TK, TKO, Totally Knocked Off. Uh, not part of the cool table. They always want to let that be known. And uh, they are four of the most deplorable people I know in the uh, Transformers fandom. And they be themselves and talk shit. And, uh, you know, it's a, good, it's a good show. Check it out if you get a chance. And um, anything else, guys? Hey, are you still doing the information uh, creep joint? Uh, we have recorded two episodes. I wasn't able to take part in those two episodes, uh, but we are creating new content and, um, I should, 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 should be on, 
uh, for this third uh, comeback episode that we're recording. Sweet. Hey, real quick, you guys, yet again, please take a look. Check, uh, keep an eye out for the uh, Nerd Life on Fire podcast that I will be launching this week. Um, I'll uh, put some updates up about it somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Uh, definitely, it'll definitely be on the. I definitely post up on the Toy Detox and the Nerd Life on Fire page. I'm still debating on whether or not I'll do an actual Facebook page for the for the podcast because I'm not sure that I want to get that far with it. <laughs> other than that, other than that, man, great show, guys. And uh, peace out to everybody. And uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. We need to plug the t-shirt shit. Hey, you guys, please head out to the um, to the uh, Toy Detox uh, T Pub and uh, support some of our merch, so we can get so we can get some uh, microphone money to get everybody some mics and uh, preamps, so we can uh, keep all the quality up. And that's how many people we got on this show now? Like six, six motherfuckers, seven motherfuckers. <laughs> Got a bunch of motherfuckers uh, on the show now. Huh? Need to update the website. <sighs> right, we got a bunch of motherfuckers, so we gotta we gotta do a mic drive, yo. We gotta do a mic drive. So please, please check out our merch. Get some, pick up some merch. Pick up all your merches, and uh, there you go. Anybody else? This is the rhythm of the night. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Show is over. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go watch Black Panther. And then when you're done with that, go watch a Serbian film. Oh, God. <laughs> right. on, on that note, show is definitely over. Show is definitely over. I'll push, I'll push a star right now. That gross action. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>